Hello everyone and welcome to episode 21 of Lost in Translation 1. I'm May. And I'm Jay. This week we watched The Four Divine Generals of the Devil's Mountain, The Dark Masters. Or Enter the Dark Masters. And The Hardened King of the Seas, Metal Seedramon. Or Sea Sick and Tired. So on to obnoxious synopsis. Alright, so the first episode that we are watching this week is called Enter the Dark Masters. Or the four divine generals of devils of the Devil's Mountain, the Dark Masters. What do you think this episode is going to be about? Okay, so it's a group of villains. Yeah. Well, you can't answer yeah, I... me, but like, it's obvious that it's a group of villains. Well, in the Japanese title, that makes it pretty obvious. <clears throat> and I did guess that last. I, I guess it the week before. I think. No, I, I guess that. I guess that last week would be this, and yeah. now we have this. Okay, so um, we, we're going to have the introduction of this random group of four villains. Uh-huh. Um, in the name, I'm guessing that the name is deceptive in the sense that any villain group you usually get is usually really cohesive. But I'm guessing... Because our villains have thus far been the devil, a monkey, and a vampire. That whatever group this is, and this is slightly based off my knowledge of the title of the next episode. (laughs) But that this group is going to make no sense. (laughs) I'm probably going to look at it and say, "Why why would these guys be allies? Why would they be friends? What possible reason do they have for being together besides that they're all evil and my guess is that they're all together because they're evil <laughs> okay um and they'll they'll introduce themselves and the the danger of the fusing of the worlds will be more apparent but beyond that the title doesn't give much what do you think the four uh bad guys will look like I think I already know one of them. Cause well, I guess one one of them is presumably mentioned in the next episode, like in the next episode's titles. I can't remember what it's called. It's a something Dramon. Um, and I'm pretty sure you spoiled one by accident once. Oh? Because <laughs> you were typing a, a name of Digimon, and I go, is that from this season? And you go, I don't know. Which is your way of saying, yes, it is, but please stop asking. <laughs> Ah. Uh, so this one called Puppetmon, apparently. I'm guessing. And it's going to look no, like no. a puppet. <laughs> there it oh, is. That's, no. that's the one. What? That's that's the noise you make when it's... No, I don't, I don't know. You could be wrong. You could be You could be right. You could be wrong. Anyway. You, uh, so that's the noise you make when I'm right. You don't want to say it. No, so, I don't know. So that's Puppet. There's one of these stupid air-sea dragons. Again, I think. Can, can you tell me the My name of the next air- episode? Uh, yes, I guess I can. It's, um, the Hardened King of the Seas, Metal Seedramon. There you go. It's going to be, it was Mega Seedramon in Tokyo, right? Yeah, we saw Seedramon in, in uh, Garurumon, and then we saw Mega Seedramon in the episode with Zudomon, okay, and now so we just have Metal Seedramon. Okay, so just take Mega Seedramon and just start strapping more metal to it, and there you go. You have one of the big bads of the series all of a sudden. Um... If I was writing this show, Wizardmon would have been the third one. <laughs> but I'm not writing this show. 
Or alternatively, the Devil Ball would have evolved into something that isn't Devimon because, haha, screw you, continuity. Um, well, he's not. He's not said to be. He got eaten. Yeah, but no. I mean, he's not said to be a, a pre-evolution of Dev, Devimon. I mean, we technically Ogamon evolves into Devimon. I get, uh, that would have been so much cooler instead of the Skull Greymon episode. He yeah, evolves, I, and there's another Devimon. He's like, "What is this?" I mean, in the V pets, that was how it was. Yeah, because they're basically canon. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that, I can't guess very much. L- look again, we've got the devil, and then a vampire. And I, I wish I could go on like horror tropes, but I can't because of the monkey. Hmm. The monkey ruins any guesses you could possibly have, because you could never guess the monkey. So, what, like, evolution level or stage do you think the uh, the bad guys in this will be? Do you think they'll be whatever the warp, champions? Whatever or? the warp evolution one is. Okay, so you mean ultimate Omega? Yeah, look, anything less than that is not is a non-threat. Or if it is a threat, then the show is a joke. And, I mean, it is a little bit, but it, it just throws its own cannon out the window. Like, you've just proven that your whole group can turn into these things, but you've only got two of them right now. Oh, there's a group of four of them. That's really scary until your whole group can evolve again. Also, do you think other uh, the other partner Digimon will evolve into their ultimate levels too? Yes. I assume okay, so. So do you think this will happen in this episode no. or another episode? No, it'll happen in the rest of the series. We've had this whole, like... Uh, the arcs have been, look, they're all evolving to the next level. Now they've all evolved. Beat the bad guy. Okay, they've gone to the next level. Alright, you beat the bad guy. Okay, there's another one. And you just you just keep evolving until the bad guy beats up. He gets beaten up. So, do you, what order do you think they'll evolve in? Do you think they'll, um, they'll, they'll follow the same order that they followed like previously? Like, getting to champion and then getting to perfect in that order of uh, Ty, Matt, Sora, uh, Izzy, I think, Mimi, Joe, Was that the exact order both times? Yes, both times. I thought Sora's was way later in the second. No, it was was after Matt's. No, no, it wasn't. It was after Izzy's. Oh, well, that goes that theory. (laughs) It was way later. No, it was only one person later, though. No, the order is completely different. It's in a similar order, though. It still goes Mimi, Joe, TK. Mimi did go first. I don't know. I'd have to look at it again, and I don't want to. So I'm just going to assume you're wrong. Um, <laughs> well, that's provable already, but... Yeah, I mean, there's, there's that one which is Sora because she had problems. But the problem with this one is that there's no condition for evolving that makes sense. Because you confirmed for me last show that they don't have to shoot arrows at them all the time. But does that mean if they shot arrows at, like, Matt's dad, that TK's dude would evolve? The answer is no, of course that wouldn't happen, because that would make sense. <laughs> um, well, but you, I guess they'd have to find somewhere that also applies to the, the character's crest, like how well, we saw that Ty and Matt's crests reacted when before they were about to warp evolve. What did that have to do? I, I, I can maybe courage, friendship. Uh, it's well, Matt. Um, in the Japanese version, Yamato says, "I'll I'll hold on to your hand so I don't run away." So he's finding safety in his friend, and that's what reacted to his crest. 
Oh God, it's so e- it's so easy to justify absolutely nothing. His quest is easily justified to a lot of things. So. Because it it's absolutely meaningless. So in hindsight, you can say, "Look at this friendship that happened. That was good enough." Um. Yeah, if look, if you think you need to engineer uh, situations that are relevant to the crests, but like the crests already did their jobs, it's really confusing. Hmm. So, do you think this episode will be a good episode? Uh. Um, if the bad guys are good, I, I look. Maybe the bad guys are garbage. Maybe they're terrible. Maybe their plans completely pointless makes no sense we have a history of that on this show so like either it's going to be great or it's going to be horribly disappointing and I can't make a prediction do you think there'll be any deaths in this episode that's an odd question well, no but like did you think any of the dark masters will die in this question in this episode I do not for the very sake that I mean like the first one is introduced the next... Well, the first battle against them is probably the next episode. They don't even fight them this one. Or if they do, they lose super hard and immediately. Right. I mean, like, the kids lose super hard and immediately. Yeah, yeah, I, I got that. So the next episode we'll be watching this week is called Sea Sick and Tired, or in the Japanese version, The Hardened King of the Seas, Metal Sejimon. What do you think will happen in this episode? Step one, I want to appreciate the Japanese names for making this even predictable, because the English name is completely meaningless. Well, I guess if you know that, that there's one that's a sea dragon, you might think, oh, sea sick and tired, they're on the sea, Sejimon. I mean, yeah, but also there's other sea creatures, like there's Whalemon, it could have been anything. Um... This is an episode that I'm sure will make a lot would be easier to guess if I saw the one before it. Um, so look, they're going to be. I feel like they're going to be stranded in the sea, which makes no sense because when we saw the digital world, there was no water. But whatever, they're going to be stranded in the sea somehow, and there's going to be this big metal dragon asshole who's one of the four dark masters. He's going to try and fight them, and then eventually he's going to lose. Uh, and for whatever reason, he's going to be beaten this episode, probably. Um, so, oh, so you think it's going to be beaten this episode? I do, because I don't think that a big metal sea dragon is compelling enough to stick around long enough. Um, and I'm guessing, my best guess here, is I predicted at the previous episode that the four dark monsters are just going to kick the crap out of the kids like instantly. Yep. That would be a really weird thing to happen, but that seems like what they would do to say, like, look, the villains are good at their jobs. Or they could just stand around menacingly. That's also possible. But the point is, in this episode, I'm pretty sure I'm going to ask you the question, why aren't all four of them working together to kill the kids? And you're going to say, because they wanted to save energy. And I'm going to say, but that makes no sense. And we'll just go back and forth for a while. <laughs> well, there is a re- if, if they do do that, I'm sure that there's a reason. Well, they've only got a couple episodes to give us the reason. Yeah, I mean, we're up to episode 41 and there's 54 episodes, so... So, do you think that anyone will evolve in this episode? You said that no. you, you want the people the want evolutions, to make a... Evolutions are always, always told to us in the Japanese title. I don't think there's ever been a... I don't think there's ever been an introduction of an important Digimon that wasn't stated in the title. 
Oh, that's a point. Like, I'm I'm never going to guess that there's going to be an evolution if it doesn't say it. <laughs> because it's said it, it's its track record is so long and so consistent. Because again, Japan does not care about spoilers. Yeah. Like I'm trying to think of an episode that doesn't mention Digimon's name that show that is important in it, and yeah, I'm drawing a blank. Is Leomon so. dies in this one or another season? Uh, season three. Okay, yeah, and, and that's not a spoiler, by the way, because there's literally an episode that calls the brave warrior Leomon dies. Yeah, that was told to me a while ago, and that's one of the best examples where just the Japan the Japanese titles don't care. They don't care about spoilers. It, it's like completely meaningless, and I think that's that's an admirable way of looking at things, which is. You know, the journey is more interesting than the end, than the destination. But also, twists are interesting, and being surprised is enjoyable. Mm. And when the title tells you, this is what happens, this one will just die, you watch the episode and you go, you're doomed. You're doomed, you're doomed, you're doomed. Why are you wasting my time? I know he's doomed. Uh, which winds us back to, no one's going to evolve if the title didn't tell you they will. At least if you're watching this just in English, then you would be surprised most mm. of the time. Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure most of the time you'd be like, whoa, new evolution, that's crazy. Uh, I think the first ones were a bit uh, obvious. Like, it was the birth of Greymon, yeah, yeah. Garurumon, Beamon gets firepower, which I guess is sort of, you would guess. And then there's um, Kabuterimon's Electric Shocker, Togemon in Toy Town, and the Joe one. <laughs> I, think it's like Ika- it's, I think it's Ikakumon's harpoon torpedo or yeah, something. Yeah, that's the first set, but I think the second set didn't have them. Like, flower yeah. power means nothing. Yeah, but m- the Earthquake of Metal Greymon, and yeah, I think it's basically that. Like, No Questions Please was the easy one. Yeah, so they got better. At yep. least there were there were times when you when you didn't know. Um, Japan, like, you just know. You know every time. It's not a surprise, which is, which is the reason... Why I know that none of the four Dark Masters are beaten in the first episode, because they have to have their own episode. Otherwise, why would you introduce them? <laughs> and now that we know. know that that one of them has an individual episode, they're all going to. I know one could be really bad and die in the first episode that we see him. That is what Cedramon's going to be. I mean, like the first episode is in Enter the Dark Masters. No, like no, that would okay. be okay. How do you undermine your villain team? You introduce them. You say they're extremely powerful, and then one of them just instantly dies. Now there's three. Wow, they look so threatening. Oh boy. <laughs> and honestly, it's when Cedramon gets killed instantly, that's also going to be a problem. But at least he'll give it a good shot. So you've said that Metal Cedramon is me- Mega Cedramon, but with more metal? Yeah, like it's, it's just got to be a big metal snake. What 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 like color metal like silver or the, you know bronze or whatever? That's platinum. A, that's a weird question. I would I have know. said silver because they're always silver. All um, right. I, uh, I want to hedge gold now because that's the metal you didn't say. Remember that time someone sent us a letter that said you hit me too much? Uh. That, like here's the thing. That was a really weird question. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you even want to know my opinion on that? It's probably gold. That actually makes a lot of sense for it to be like a really high level evolution. All, All right. right. 
Um, and platinum? What's the difference in platinum and silver, or just well, steel? according to according to Pokemon, there's a difference. No, I, about I mean two generations of difference. I mean, um, when you're looking at it visually in a cartoon, like how would you be able to tell the difference? Um, uh, platinum is more reflective. Silver isn't reflective. Yes, it is. That's what they it's make not... mirrors out of. What? No, mirrors are made out of reflections. Ah, yes. Just no, mirrors are made out of glass. I mean, there's glass as well. What do you think is behind the glass? I think platinum is, like, I don't know. Anyway, next next question. Um, <laughs> because I, I, I don't know. Um, so do you think this episode will be a good episode? No. No, I don't. I think it's going to be boring and frustrating. Yeah, but that's what you say about all the episodes. Also, I was wrong. They made of al- uh, aluminium, but, you know, close enough. <laughs> Silver is uh, shiny. <laughs> so, I'm going to start a new thing into Obnoxious Synopsis. I want you to rate the episodes out of 10, like what you think they're going to be, and then after you watch them, you rate them out of 10 and see how close you were. Wow. So, right. what do you think Enter the Dark Masters will rate Here's out the of problem 10? with the system. What's a 10? Is 10 flower power or is 10 a good show? Okay, 10 is like, you know, flower power or better. 10 is flower power or better. Okay. Zero is like the worst episode you've ever seen. You, you hated watching it. It was a struggle. Okay. Um, and five is, you know, it's tolerable. All right. I'm going to go Dark Masters episode is a seven. Wow. So quite that's quite high. Uh, that is a very, very conditional seven. That's me being very optimistic. Um, and... Uh, Mega Seedramon's going to be four. Right, so just below tolerable. Yes, which means right. that I'm going to be upset to have to watch it a second time. I thought that would be more of a zero to be upset to watch it. No, but I, guess I get it. Like, no, if it's below tolerable, it's difficult to tolerate. Oh, okay, a but it's z- not like... A zero is something where I start regretting doing the show. What, like, uh, I think the crest of sincerity you felt that way? And I think Prophecy, you felt that way? There were a lot of bad episodes. Right. <laughs> the show would be would be much, much better if you cut it down to 20. Or whatever a regular anime length is. I think they could probably do it in 40. Look, you could do, you could do most of the show in way, way, way less. Because, like, the evolutions aren't technically a necessary part of the show. Mm. They're, they're toy selling. And I mean, oh, yeah. that's the gross thing about any show you ever liked before, like 2000, was that they were just selling toys to you, and any attachment you had to it is because it was what was on at the time. Pokemon's the same. Pokemon's actually way worse. Yeah, but like, Digimon's not on at the moment, and I've spent a lot of money on it. Yeah, but I'm talking about like Nostalgia, a show you liked because you watched it when you were a kid. Most of that is unfortunately toy selling. And the fact is, you spent lots of money on toys, so they got you. <laughs> Take that, capitalism. Or, I guess that's what capitalism's saying to you. Uh, yeah, which is a dark way of looking at it. But you look back at, say, Transformers, and it's just depressing. You go, did I like this, or was it a really good ad for toys? Um, 
I, I know I like Digimon, and not just because it's a good ad for toys. Well, let's be real. This first season is all, is by and large a massive ad for toys. There are seasons that are more ads for toys than season one. Because what you need to do is you need to take out the the sections that are just fights. And I know I know that fighting is a big part of the show, but it gets really weird when like half your episode is look, a Kawagamon exploded out of the ground for no reason. <laughs> just so we can show you evolutions. Okay. Um The Yeah. The, the episode's like flower like flower power, stuff happens and there's a story where they meet Genai, you're like, okay. Alright, they're progressing. It's good. The episode's like Izzy in space in which a bug gets becomes a bigger bug and fights an alien. You just look at that in hindsight and you go, why was this necessary? <laughs> oh, that, and then, I mean, I don't want to go too far with that because you can ask, why is this necessary about all pieces of media? <laughs> but I think to further the story Digimon wants to tell about this world... There's so much you could have cut out of it. You you could have cut out a whole this whole new level of evolution. It's pointless. You it would have been fine if you shortened it down and just had perfect, which makes a lot of sense to be the last one. Be the last one. Mm. That's I think which is why I think that this last evolution feels the weirdest. It feels so inconsistent. Because every evolution before this had a system that made sense. In a very toy-selling sense, sure. But it was, Mm. okay, you have a Digimon. The first thing they do is they evolve when they need to protect you. Because they're babies, and now they're they're whatever. Okay, now you have these Digivices. They react, and they power up the Digimon. Okay, that's a system. Alright, get these tags and crests. You put them together, they supercharge it. And then you go. But what's the last one? Oh, there was a prophecy where angels shoot arrows at you. But not at you. Your Digimon don't evolve. Their Digimon evolve. Why? Because they liked you, I guess? Mm, well, it's in the in the script, so... God, that's annoying. <laughs> a lot of things happen because it's in the script. Well, yeah, all the things happen because they're in the script, but I'm saying that they shouldn't be in the script. They're stupid. Or if they're in the script, they should be in the script better. Anyone who watches this show deserves them to write it better. Well, that would make sense, but it is also sells a lot of toys. Yeah, but uh, just I'm saying that, like, you know what? You could have introduced a new thing. This is the weirdest thing, is that you could have introduced a new toy for this super-duper million evolution at the end, but they don't. The toy, the, it's just shoot shoot your mom with an arrow. <laughs> just shoot him. You'll be fine. Maybe, maybe they ran out of ideas. It looks like it, honestly. That prophecy so, comes so out of nowhere and says nothing and is completely unexplained. And you go, okay, this feels desperate. This feels like they got, this feels like they got fandom onto the real world. And then they said, God, why is he even here? Whatever. It's a prophecy. I don't know. Just write it. 
Because that prophecy is not mysterious. That prophecy... You know what a prophecy should tell you? It should tell you more than 40 minutes of time. That prophecy didn't cover anything before or anything after what happened in that episode, right? Mm, yeah. It didn't even say he'll go to the real world. It just said the beast ki- like the demon king. It had no relation to anything in the rest of the show, just that episode, which is not what a prophecy should be. <laughs> Which I think is the biggest evidence against it being like a self-fulfilling prophecy, where he put himself in a position to die, because it, it came out of nowhere. I don't think you agree with the prophecy, do you? What do you mean? I can't. You can't more or less agree with a prophecy because it's. No, there. I mean, like it's not a you question. don't like it as a you don't like it as a plot device. No, uh, look, I like prophecies as plot devices because I think self-fulfilling prophecies are extremely interesting because they beg questions about time travel, um, but. This one was so obvious, and I, I say this enough times, but I, you can hear the typewriter. You can hear the production manager yelling, like, oh, we don't have a script finished yet. God, what do we do? How do we explain this? It it, it smells like no forward thinking. Like, you got 35 episodes into your show and said, oh, God, what do we do now? We just write ourselves out of a corner. New evolution. Who cares? New toys. Let's go. First of all, we have an email from John Summers. And uh, John says, after listening to your latest episode, there are some things I want to inform you of. To clear up some confusion about the Venom Vandemon's crotch monster is more than likely a reference to a fairly common but unusual depiction of Satan with a monster, such as a snake, in place of his crotch. I hope this clears up some confusion. And then the rest of his email uh, will be covered in our final season one episode because it's got some stuff that we can talk about later which is good and we'll address that when we get to it but i i never knew that but that's pretty interesting so it's basically like a satan kaiju did did you know about this depiction um no it sounds kind of familiar but also it's it's very weird that that's what they would be going for like a satan thing because we've already had a devil we've already had a villain that's the satan thing and this one's a vampire, so you'd think they would really double down on like the vampire stereotypes, but they just kind of abandon it because he wasn't doing well. Well, he ate a person. He ate a devil ball. Maybe he like fed on women, gave well, he didn't them anemia, eat them. and also well, he, why he wanted to eat the children. He he kind of, he sucked their blood, but like if he's really evil, why did he leave them alive? He, he well, he could have just taken them to the hospital. Oh, I'm sorry, he couldn't kill them. He used too much energy. Oh shush! <laughs> anyway, so you can read. You can read the next email. Uh, yeah, this one's from Edgar. Uh, they say I'll keep this one mercifully sh- mercifully short. Uh, want to tackle why uh, I felt sad about Wizardmon, uh, keeping in mind that I agree with most of what Jay said. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, he was a cool. He was a kind and cool-looking wizard with kind eyes. Uh, gotta say, his voice actor Robert Axelrod, aka Lord Zed. I think for Power Rangers, um, did a wonderful job making me care about him. Also, seeing someone straight up murdered in front of you would make most kids cry, so Hikari's reaction is fine. I'm like, okay, yeah. Next, the 666 plot being the time. Of le- Wait, was it? Yeah, it was the time. Six minutes. Six, six hours, six minutes, six seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was in retrospect, o- retrospect obvious, but as a kid who was who was still fairly religious at the time, it did shock me. Uh, it shocked the hell out of me. My mom would have banned it 
Hell, my aunt still thinks still thinks it's satanic. Jesus. As for the kids not knowing the number of the beast, well, Japan's not a Christian country, so they can be excused for not knowing that part. Uh, so why didn't my Otisman just why did my Otisman just ice the kids in the digital world? Uh, I have to agree with Jay. The writers didn't do enough to justify why he didn't just do it then. Everybody agrees okay. with you. That makes me really sad. Is it perhaps because I was you know right? Nah, impossible. I was correct. No, nah, no, because you like you must have cast like a lawyer spell on them. <laughs> well, it's kind of the job. Maybe um, you maybe you warped morph evolved into special no, lawyer mon. No, no. Um, and use your lawyer ray attack. You know what I would look like? I would just look like exactly like I am now, but you just strap like one of those big old fashioned like safes on my head and you've just put enough metal on and whatever. I've evolved. I really um, wish I could draw just so I could draw that. If Phantomon asked Vandemon why not, why uh, why they shouldn't just kill all the kids, and he responded, "The senses, Phantomon, the senses," uh, it would have been about right. Yeah, pretty much. Um, okay. Yeah. So that's that's pretty much the email. Uh, next we have from Tumblr, I believe. Yeah, an anonymous. Says hi. I like your podcast very much and listen to it every time. Uh, so and we really appreciate that. So I finally decided to comment. Uh, in episode 38, it had more small scenes besides just fighting, like how Yamato's dad uh, goes with the boys to investigate while the rest of the kids are worried for their parents. Also, when Tailmon explains only Panamon needs to come with the other Digimon, uh, so only needs to come, the other Digimon protests a bit, especially, and it's just a foreshadowing. Uh, because we know that other Digimon aren't going to get uh, more evolution or be strong as the angels. Uh, in the fight with Ven Demon, yeah, that's pretty much what I would have called him. Uh, against Sakura and Yamato, things would go the same since Wakeruman was losing but endured all the biting till Angemon came. Other than that, he's narrow minded and overconfident, and that's why he doesn't go after the other kids. And yeah, overconfidence is one thing, but a show needs to, like, it needs to really justify overconfidence and. I'm going to show you guys why in these coming episodes overconfidence starts to make sense as a plot device. And it's because overconfidence isn't I'm not going to solve my problems now because I can do it later. It's I don't need help to solve my problems or I don't need to try as hard as I would otherwise have to to solve these problems because I'm so overconfident, I'm so able to do these things. Overconfidence doesn't mean I'm going to intentionally make the situation much, much, much worse for myself just so I can beat it later. They're very different. Overconfidence does not destroy pragmatism. Overconfidence just kind of dulls it. So you don't jump at things or you don't act as cautious as you would otherwise. But there's a huge difference between caution and stupidity. On Tumblr, we also have one from I Don't Have a Tumblr. <laughs> and uh, they said, maybe my oldest mon being a vampire, he gets power through drinking blood. We never see him try to drink Digimon blood, so it's possible he can't get drink it to get power. He may not have been at full power in the digital world, and that's why he wants to go to the human world before facing the kids. He probably overestimated the kids and thought any one of them with a partner could defeat him or at least injure him. He especially didn't want to fight Angemon because he's too weak to angels. Love the show. That makes sense. Because Angemon, you know. Well, uh, Angemon is, sure. is a is a Angemon is a vaccine type, and Midasmon's 
a virus type. So in the scene where they do end up fighting, we see all the perfect levels, you know, throwing their attacks and he just sort of, you know, he does, he sort of waves them away. And even though, yes, some of them were vaccine types, I mean, or, or data types, uh, no, it goes vaccine, yeah, vaccine is strong against virus, so vaccine types. And they still don't do anything. Angelmon is, you know, an angel, he's, you know, part demon, so... We do see him do the, to be the only one to do damage, besides obviously Angel Woman. Well, I think we've established thus far that the actual kind of attack you're throwing at someone is totally irrelevant. It's all based on your typing, vaccine data, etc. Mm-hmm. Because what they blew fire all over Togemon once, and she didn't instantly die. You think that's because Togemon's strong? But it's still a plant. You cover a plant in fire, it will die. And in the same way that you attack a demon with holy energy, it'll die. Yeah, if you're saying that one isn't relevant... yeah, You know what? If, I, if you say that, that means I won. Yeah. <laughs> it means it doesn't make sense, and they just have to write it. But what I was primarily talking about when I said it doesn't make sense is the issue of blood. Because no Vamdemon in the history of the digital world would have ever been able to taste blood because no humans have ever visited. Maybe human Digimon have blood. What human Digimon? Like Angemon, he's a human. No, he's he's human-like, but at the same time, the, actually, there's there's probably enough of them. There's like the centaur is human-ish. Yeah, so maybe. But they... the implication of the email was that they're digital beings, so they're not really they're not real, and you can't get blood out of them, which makes sense because they don't have room for blood. They're full of bullets. Um, you just you, you take a bite, and all of a sudden, bullet. Exactly, um, but if you assume that they need blood, right, mm-hmm. and that they can't get it from any Digimon selection takes place. Why would you ever evolve to consume something that doesn't exist? And second, if it doesn't exist because you can't get it from anything, how would he even know he needs it? And and obviously, last of all, if he needs blood so badly that he must consume it for energy, when the kids showed up, shouldn't he have instantly gone, I'm so hungry, I'm going to go grab those kids? I, I think that this is the best example of something that makes absolutely no sense. Like, why does he... He, he is presumably only starts drinking blood when he's in the real world. But it's something he would never have been able to do before, unless he could just drink it from Digimon, which he probably was doing, all things considered. He, it's probably just a function of digital stuff, and the kind of blood doesn't matter, because why not? Um, and I, I presume he probably was at full power in the digital world, just because do they ever they do man fight him yeah and when they are all together all eight of them they beat him like they run him off when it's seven and they beat him when it's eight that seems about the the scale tipping to me hmm. that makes sense uh i think the theory that he needs to go to the real world to power up completely is a little bit ridiculous you just want to disagree with no actually you made a good point Okay, well, finally I've got you to concede something. So over to Twitter, Adventure Heart says, The great thing about Translationmon is hearing an unbiased opinion of the sub-dub debate by someone who's reticent about the whole thing and having Jay show that the that saying the original is better, it, it, it when he says that, it's not really a matter of bias. So it's not an attack on dub fans. Well, I, I appreci- there's like a huge sub-dub debate. Like, some people say, oh, the dub's the best, and some people say, no, the sub's the best. Well, that exists in all anime, except usually much, much more weighted towards the original subs, because people think that in anime, Japanese is more authentic. Mm. 
because it's original. And there's something there's something to be said about that. However, I understand that a good deal of this fandom experienced the English first. Yeah. And the English has its good sides, and we've we've gone over it. I think a majority of the time the sub is generally better because at this stage in my life anyway I, I prefer the more down to earth I prefer them not censoring all the deaths I prefer them not being quite as wacky and just being more serious and I like I like that a lot however there are times where the English one is more entertaining or when they change things like the absurd number of fart jokes and I appreciate those changes as well they yeah, both have the ups and downs. I think poo jokes and fart jokes are less popular in like the Western world. Like I think Japan loves the old, the old like steaming turd joke. Yeah, it's it's really weird. Like they are. Well, I think they were a thing. They were in say the nineties, mm-hmm. and we we kind of had our fill of them and we're done. And it's now very it's now a faux pas to go with the fart joke because it's one of the lowest forms of humor. But yeah, Japan not only loves loved it, but continues to. What? So you're saying that after you fight, you don't just start giggling at your the noise you made? Because I do that. Oh no, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> Even when they sound like sentences. No, they, well, they. You know what? Mine don't speak prophecies like yours do. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, mine basically say when the uh, the sky fills with bats. And the the fallen people start saying the name of the undead king. That's that's what mine sound like. Right. Actually, mine do sound like, and also recycle. <laughs> I did yeah. forget that. So I always, I, I don't really think that either the sub or the dub is better. Like, the dub does a pretty good, like, it's a, it's a localization. Like, they change a lot of things. They, they try and make it, you know... So Western kids will understand what's going on because there are some cultural references, like the Japanese puns that are funny if you know Japanese, and they usually have to like have like three paragraphs in the subs, like to explain what it means. Yeah, but you can't hold that against the you can't hold that against the translation. You no, know, no, I'm I'm saying that it's it's good to it's good that they're changing that. And, you know the the sutras, like they they that changing that because you know kids in America. The song huh, might not know what a sutra is, but they might know mind of a matter or saying, you know, Bakamon lose your power. So that makes sense. Well, so, the Bakamon lose your power thing didn't make sense, but sure. Um, it, it made it, it's yeah. It, However, anyway. even if it was one to one, and you the cultural stuff wasn't relevant, mm. um, voice acting is a big deal, and some of the voice acting in the English is much better, or at least much more entertaining. Like Phantomon and Metal Seedramon. Exactly. My favorite characters. Or, I guess, Edamon as a good example. As yeah. being more entertaining and doing its own... It's not doing its own thing so much. We're saying it's one-to-one. But the voice acting is a big deal. Whereas, I yeah, Japanese... we can understand the voice acting. We can't really understand the Japanese voice acting. Well, like, they could be fantastic voice actors. That's what like... I'm trying to say, actually. Yeah. The likelihood is maybe they're not so fantastic, but because it's in English, when someone's a bad voice actor, you can tell immediately, and it's awful. Yeah. But Japanese, because it's it's kind of just more noise, it, it, you, you just get a sense of emotion out of it, so you get determination or you get energy or 
sadness or fear and you don't chalk it up to quite how silly the lines are because you're reading them and I think that people forgive l reading uh, cheesy stuff more than they do like hearing it from an English speaker. I don't know. I think that's the impression I get from the differences in the animes anyway. The animes, the animus. The, the animus. Yeah, so... Animals. I think I think people find your view on things refreshing because you're someone who's new to this and, you know, you, you're having your own opinions and you're not, like, clouded by nostalgia. Yeah, I've, I've said it before. I did catch this show, I think, a couple times when I was younger. But, my, but I've basically forgotten everything. Didn't you say that, like, you spent, like, $500 trying to, like, on this Digimon voting thing when you were a kid that you can't remember much okay, about? Okay, no, no, you, you got... You, I don't know how much it was, but I do remember when season two was about to come out and there was this, a big thing about some reveal movie for it where they'd show you one character. I don't know what that was. And I just remember them saying, hey, call up and vote. Which one do you think is better, season one or season two? And these things, when they say that, are really expensive because that's how they get you. That's how they made a bunch of money. Call us, call us up your money and it'll cost you however much per call. So I must have called 80 times or something like that. Jeez. I don't know. I just, because it, it would be pressing the number and then it would go through a voice thing and say, you know, press one if you want this or whatever, and then press two if you want this. And it was so easy. I'd go put in the number, wouldn't even get to the end of the voice thing. Go number one, hang up, pick up number one, hang up. And just, I did it a bunch of times because I cared. I don't remember why I cared because I don't remember anything about the show anymore. I think I remember what the what the additional creature thing from from season two was, the thing with the gun arms. But besides that, I got nothing. Oh, the right. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So. That was a thing? Once upon a time, I, I called up and threw a bunch of money. And my parents never got angry at me for it. And I don't That's know weird. why, in hindsight. Like, at the time, I didn't know. And then I've heard of people spending shitloads of money over the phone. Yeah, I spent like, like, like you. Six, yeah, I spent $600 in have a hotel or something and I got like slaughtered by my parents. Yeah, and I, they never got back to me. So in hindsight, I'm like, I can't believe, I can't believe they didn't come at me for that. And also on Twitter, I'd like to say thanks to Ashley McDonald and Stephen Padamon, who should also, I guess his real name is Stephen Padamore, but Stephen Padamon because... I listened to Podigious and now in my head his name is Stephen Padamon. Hey, if Sorry. you have a name that goes really well, you may like it's he has a very he has a very fortunate name for this fandom. Yeah. I'm I'm really sorry. Sorry, Stephen. But um I I guess it kinda stuck now. I guess it's a good Digimon. At least your name wasn't like <laughs> well, Numamon I mean, or something. Because then you'd you know, you'd be Stephen Numamon and you know, no one no one likes poop monster. But yeah, Padamon's a good Digimon. I thought he was your favourite. Who? Wait, wasn't there somebody who wanted the poop monster to be their armor? What? They wanted to find the poop mon in their toilet and then you wear it as armor? I have no Am idea. Am I missing that? Okay, don't worry about it. Anyway, so Ashley and Stephen both, like, they, they tagged us because it was like International Twitter Day. International Twitter Day. International Podcast Day uh, on Wednesday. And they tagged us in a, a list of podcasts. So, yay. People listen to us. That makes me feel happy inside. I mean, we know they do. They're sending in letters. Also, speaking of which, uh, thanks to Edgar and Carnie Joe for tuning in to our podcast day live stream that we had. 
where I just streamed the episodes in English that we were watching on Wednesday and Thursday. So yeah, that was, I like that. I like talking about Digimon with people while I was watching it. Uh, also on Twitter, we have Wu Qinglong, who says that Jay totally won the argument regarding Myotismon's Yes, emojis. I did. No, yes, I, think I, I did. I think I misread that. I think it says... May may definitely won that argument. Hey, look, I know that <laughs> M and J, the letters, look really similar to you, but if you get your glasses on, that's a J. And uh, then Wu Qinglong's... Wu Qing... I keep on saying Qinglongmon, but I mean Wu Qinglong. I'm just turning people into Digimon today. Anyway, so then they say, uh, I think that Myotismon has the best adventure story arc, but his plan sucks from a logical standpoint. Yeah, I like the Modus Monarch. I think it's good. I mean, it wasn't, but sure. Yeah. Anyway, so on to With the Will, Jay? Yeah, so we got Kinejo from With the Will. Uh, they say, for Vandermond's motivation for doing what he did, I think uh, it's that he does want to make the prophecies come true, but cut out the part about angels, miracles, and recycling. In order to do that, uh, he decides that he needs to kill the eighth child because he's aware that the eighth child has yet to awaken their power, therefore the easiest to kill. Um, but he becomes so married to this plan that he immediately makes preparations for it, and even if he can achieve his goal in a much easier and convenient way, he's so arrogant that he utterly refuses to acknowledge that there is a plan that is better um, than what he came up with. And I'm going to say that could be true, but if that is true, you're sacrificing any ability to say he was a good villain. Because I've said it enough times, if your villain is a huge idiot, then he, you, he doesn't deserve any respect. It doesn't matter how strong he is, he got beaten because he's a moron. And so he's not scary. He's not interesting. He's just really dumb. And you go, well, what would you prefer? Uh, an interesting, strong villain who's actually frightening, or a dumb villain who engineers his own downfall through obviously stupid mistakes. Not stupid in hindsight, stupid as he's doing them. Hmm. That's just assuming that. I mean, yeah, the, the theory proposed, while it could make sense, really relies on him making... St- Many, many mistakes based on just something really stupid, which I have a plan. I'm not going to deviate from this plan. I know I, my goal is right in front of me, but I'm going to get to the end of this plan. And that also assumes that he doesn't know how prophecies work. Mm-hmm. Which is to say that, like, a pro- you can't get halfway through a prophecy and just stop. Also, I can't remember, what's the be- beginning of the prophecy again? Uh, the sky will fill up with bats or something? No, no, no. I guess the first half of it, the party actually wants to come true. Uh, the resurrection of the undead king? Yeah, so the resurrection of the undead king's really interesting, because why would he want that? That implies that he dies. Here you go. The people invoke the name of the undead Digimon king, and when the clock strikes the hour of the beast, the undead king will reveal himself in his true form. Oh, okay, so it doesn't, it doesn't say resurrection, actually. Um, so... I guess you could say, it is possible that you could say he looks at the the prophecy and says, I want to digivolve, but I can't, so this prophecy will let me do so. And you know what? That would be really interesting. And then he would cut the prophecy halfway. But you know what the problem with that is? The prophecy was only introduced in the last episode, which makes it clearly a plot device. And also, 
maybe at some point the show should have communicated that to the audience. Because otherwise he's just stupid. And again, even if this is his plan, he's obviously not in touch with how prophecies work. He was already powerful and he was already kicking the crap out of the kids. This was unnecessary. Side note, I'm going to ask this again later, but um, we have these new bad guys introduced in this episode. It's in the name of the episode. Where did they come from? Would they not have been Vandemon's boss? There are theories about where they came from, but I guess I'll address that later on. Okay, because it's so... it's so This kind of Dragon Ball Z escalation of, look, there's a powerful guy, we beat him, there's a more powerful guy, we beat him, there's a more powerful guy... It makes sense in Dragon Ball Z because of space, and space being infinite. But this escalation of evil power makes no sense when they already all existed. And you have to assume, because we've been over this, that to evolve to this level takes hundreds of years. Right? Yes, but... Ha- okay, so, so they've been so around for hundreds of years. Yes, exactly. But Jay, if you think about it, they were in the real world for three days, right? Or three, okay. four days, something These like that. May- so we saw that when when Ty was in the like the real world for probably about an hour or two, it advanced like a, a few months. Actually, I agree with you. That's that's an interesting way of looking at it, that it's been... It's been a hundred years, and that's how that came from. Actually, that's interesting. However, and it's... The when question... they land on, but when they land on the beach, they see like that the phone booths are all like messed up, aren't they? So like they were it's... already messed up during the original fight. Oh yeah, that's right. But um, I still think that it's I, you know, been a long time. You. Yeah. But it's uh, the question still stands in regards to say, and you can argue File Island is very different to Server, but what was Edamon and Vandemon's relationship? Because they must have had one. Well, here's the theory I just came up with two seconds ago. <laughs> okay, so in the episode with the babies. Um, pa- uh, ba- Digi Baby Boom or whatever it was called, the one, yeah. the one with Patamon. Uh, you know how they like messed up some babies. No. What What if those babies like were so? What like, do you messed up some babies? Like they picked up the babies and like rubbed them and like without Alekmon like. But the babies were happy. Were they though? Yes. Or what about if they were so happy they turned on Alekmon and they killed him? There's nothing. I just to gave myself shivers. That. I know, but what if Jay? What oh. if? Although, what like, it? wouldn't Alekmon know which babies turn into evil Digimon because M- virus types? Didn't... Are there any good virus types? Um, Wizardmon. Is he a virus? I think so. And I have like there are that there is a Digimon that becomes like in a later season that is like the main no, character Digimon. Done. Okay, so there's a Digimon in season. I guess I'm not really shouldn't really say it's a, maybe it's a spoiler, but I guess season three, the main character's partner is a virus type. Like the Goggle Kid's partner is a virus type. So yeah, there there are certainly good viruses. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. The, so the, the Digimon thing I'm thinking of definitely a virus type. Sure. I'm not sure if there are any other ones though. Uh, I think are they? Probably... But they're not in season one, I assume. Um, I think we do see good virus types in this season. I just can't there remember. There are almost no good Digimon in this season. Uh, oh, Pumpmon, I think, was a virus Digimon. Well, yeah, they're viruses, and they're not, but they're not good. Oh, Pumpmon became good. He just wanted no, to... No, have... he became okay. He was never good. Also, his data. What, Pumpmon? Yeah. Oh, I thought he was virus. 
Well, aren't you like the Digimon? I'm looking guru? at. I'm just looking it up on um on yeah. the, with the Wikipedia here. So Gilmon uh, is definitely Gilmon a... is also data. Gilmon is definitely a virus. So what's how do you spell that? Uh, it's like guilty, but without the ty. And that's apparently why it's called Gilmon. Like I found this out when I was listening to like okay um the recent prodigious episode, and they said that the um the guy who named him. Uh, said on Twitter that he was named Gilmon because he's guilty that he's a virus Digimon. Okay, but that's not in the first season. No. So the first season being its own story, and number two apparently not necessarily being canon. Well, also babies don't have, um, but baby Digimon don't have data types. I think sometimes. Maybe I don't know. Am I making that up? I think I'm. Am I making? That Are up? you making that up? I don't know. Also, uh, ba- you know, Betamon. I don't think we've seen him yet, but he evolves into Cedramon and Edramon. He's a virus, and we do see. Yeah, you're right. Also, babies are attribute none. Yeah, so maybe he he doesn't know. Like in the first v- version, V Pet, uh, Bottomon evolves to Coromon, which we know. Coromon evolves into Agumon or Betamon. Betamon is a virus type, but Betamon can still be good. Look, um, I'm not here to encourage also, like, into eugenics Devimon. or anything, but I think that this is a situation where eugenics might be okay. That's just how. But that's just how. Because um, you're just looking at know. you're just looking at the baby, and you're like, "What you? You literally could be the devil," and that's not like a you know a one in a billion. What if this kid is Hitler thing? It's a one in three. Like this thing evolves into three things. One of them is the devil. Mm-hmm. You should definitely kill every demi Devimon because that's way easier. Well, no, it could be good. Well, I mean, I've got a figurine of TK with a happy Pico Devimon on his head. Because the figures are canon. Definitely. If you put him into a giant thing of water for ten minutes and he doesn't die, it's canon. He can do that. Yeah, totes. Totes my goats. Oh, Hagurumon's a Advaris type. I never knew that. I love Hagurumon. Hagurumon's the best. Okay, I'll take your word for it. He's so adorable. <sighs> Links, I don't want to see these. Um, Dude, I thought you liked The Legend of Zelda. It's not adorable. It's yes, he is, he's a little cog. He's just Magnemite. Also, don't read any of the page, just look at the picture. Okay, I don't know why you'd link it to me then. So what were we talking about? I We got distracted. Um, I was reading... something. Uh... Oh, about um, I think yeah, I think you were reading Connie Joe's with the will comment. Uh, oh, we were talking about Vandermont's plan and how it yeah. sucks, and I think that's that's about the end of it. Oh, you we were talking about the relationship between the bad guys. Yeah. And you think that because they touched some babies, that the babies became evil? And that was just my theory that I came up with a few minutes ago. I think ago. that's a terrible. Well, you can even tell me: Are all of those things? Does each baby there correspond to one of the villains? Yes. Really? Um, yeah. Okay, so I guess I can tell you this now because it's not a spoiler, but each of the um, Dark Masters corresponds with the the, fa- the Digimon families. Um, so what? What Digimon families? Uh, so there's, there, there are families, right? There is... When was this introduced in the show? Was I not paying attention? Um, in, no, in Digimon, in the second uh, line of to- the V-Pets, it was called the Digimon Pendulum. And so there are five Digimon families. So four of them correspond to 
the Dark Masters. Oh, sorry. How could I miss the most canon thing ever? Oh no, actually, uh, in the in the sub, uh, Mega Sagemon references it. He does reference it, yes, but it just sounds like a group he organized. Yeah, it's also his family. So, um, you know, okay, so you know, take for example, Mega Sagemon, right? Yeah. He evolves from Gomamon in the p- Pendulum, I think. Who needs to get shot with arrows for Mega Sidramon to turn into Mega Sidramon? Who needs to get shot with arrows for him to evolve? I don't know. Because we've established that's what it takes. Well, not necessarily. Totally necessarily. It's in a prophecy. It was only that one case. It was in a prophecy. It's super important. I mean, we just found out about Ultimate slash Mega Level existing. It's true. It does seem like a plot device. I agree. Uh, but yeah, so the in-training and fresh level of Gomamon... Oh, fresh is such a terrible name. It's the English name. It's just Baby 1, Baby 2 in Japanese. That's, those are also terrible names. So, you know, Bukamon and Pushimon, I think, the first I don't ones. know. Yeah, they evolve into Mega Sejimon. So how would you tell that, you know, that adorable little Bukamon or Puchimon, which little, like, little cute things evolve into big, scary, dark masters? You don't. Well, if you just kill them all, you never have to worry about it. And, uh, you know Puppetmon? I'm aware of it. So, Nyokimon evolves into Pyokomon, and Pyokomon evolves into Pyomon, and after that, they evolve further to be Puppetmon. And this is in the Pendulum 4.5 Winter Guardians toy. So, this is the worst show ever, is what you're telling me. No, it's the best show. Having multiple evolution pathways is completely bonkers. Anyway, so then uh, Carney Joe talks about that he's surprised that the English dub team thought of naming the blue ice beam move of Metal Garurumon Metal Wolf Claw, despite how little sense it makes. And then TMS says that, uh, I sometimes wonder if they didn't uh, see the attacks before naming them. You hear the story about them naming Plotmon Salomon after someone's cat because they assumed that Talmon's child level would re- resemble a cat before seeing it. It might explain why they called another Digimon's, um, who's a saber-toothed tiger, uh, Infinity Arrow Twin Fang. He's a saber-toothed lion, so of course he's going to attack with his fangs and not something random like hairs of his mane, which is what the attack is. Um, though I'm not sure how they could have mistaken his uh, Metal Garurumon's, like mouth ice beam attack for a claw attack, given its name. So the only situation I could imagine this in is that the translation is done by someone hands them a script and says, this is the Japanese yes, script. Yes, but something called, you know, breath. Why would they say, oh, claws? It's called you're, breath. You're right. I'm like, I was trying to think, where, at what stage could this go wrong? And I go, okay, if, you're blo- if you don't watch the show, so they're giving you a script, and you just write it out and you go, okay, this is a wolf, I remember that. You would have the show with you to understand the animation and what people should sound like. But let's assume they don't have it. Then you have to write all the translation down. Then they have to hand it to a blind um, voice actor who also isn't allowed to see the show. Because at some stage you'd go, that's not, that's not a claw. That's not a claw. At some stage. But yeah, you're right. It just has breath. Um, and... There's no reason. There's no reason for that to have translated like that. It's actually. Yeah. It actually is completely nonsensical. It either has an amazing story behind it, or it has absolute dire laziness. 
attached to it. Yeah. Those are yeah. your only options. So the next with the will is from Fexmith, which I think we pronounce differently each to each time. Oh, give it a shot. Um, so Jay's huge sigh in response to better love story than Twilight was hilarious. Also, Jay was so on point about the jester villain that I bet it was actually him pulling it from his memory without realising it. But Jay, Wizard One is so cool and nice, though. I'll stay neutral about Vandemon, though. So are you pulling that from your memory, like Piedmon being a jester? I can't say whether or not, because either I'm a genius or, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know how I would be able to verify one way or the other. Um, When I saw it again, it didn't look that familiar. So who knows? Um, what was the other thing about um, Wizardmon being cool and nice, and then staying neutral on Vandermon? Hey, look, look, it's totally true. He was very nice because oh, his so whole he's so cool. He's be- a wizard because his whole character was <clears throat> I'm this character's best friend. Everything I have to say is about them. All I care about is them because I'm an exposition machine. Also, he he may or may not be in love with Tailmon. Beep boop. I'm a robot. He's no, not a robot. the problem is he can't be in love with her because that would give him a character. Mm. Yeah, I know it's frustrating. Remember that time that we did those things? Remember that time? Yeah, because everyone talks like that. Everyone says, remember when you talk to someone, you say, remember that time we met? Remember that time you did that thing for me? That was it's not, nice. It's not like you remember it because I have to tell you. Also, remember that your motivation for that one thing? Yeah, I, I should talk to you about your motivation that you feel every day. <laughs> because you wouldn't know. I'm your best friend. Did you know that? I'm your best friend. Best friend. I'm the best wrestling. W- Wizardmon, I'm the best at wrestling. Like, I like it when we quote things that no one besides us get. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's my issue with Wizardmon is that, yeah, he's he's got this really cool design and he's got obviously the most OP powers, and then his whole deal is just that I'm Tailmon's best friend. That's all I am. I'm here, and then when I'm done being Tailmon's best friend, when I've told you all the information you know, I instantly die. Because I have no more use left. I have served my purpose. Exactly. Anyway, so our last uh, message for this week was from Chuckmon on With The Will. And they have three thoughts on this last episode. So, first of all, why is Talmon naturally an adult level while everyone else gets to child level? My rationale has always been that Talmon evolved more quickly given her hardship in life. But then again, wouldn't Talmon would have been, had been Plotmon while suffering those hardships? So, hmm, who knows? I'm with, you, uh, um, I'm with you, Jay, on the idea that Plotmon was simply too cute to be a functional character. I love Plotmon. It's fine. But yeah, that that may, like I've I've always said that you know, and I think that Gardamon actually says that why why she became Gardamon while everyone else goes back to their training level or rookie level is because she's more disciplined than the others because of her hardships. So I guess that kind of is canon. Maybe, maybe. there's a really weird thing that happens in the second episode today, and I'll cover it now because it's not interesting enough to talk about it later. But it's. Uh, the rookies fight off Shelmon at some stage, and they have a comment, which is, oh man, last time we fought this, one of, they had to evolve to champion, like, holy crap, they're so much stronger, but Gardamon's just standing right there, being a champion and not helping. Well, that that would make, like, she'd, she'd overpower it, I guess, they wanted to yeah, make the point it's that... almost like winning a fight is kind of what you want to do. 
Yeah. Anyway, Did you know so... there's no such thing as fairness in fights as long as you win? Yeah, it's from wrestling. You can, like, if, if, as long as the ref's not paying attention, you can there's just go a, to town. There was a classic, classic story about wrestling in which uh, someone went up to Vince after a match and complained about some cheating that happened. It's like, that was, that's against the rules. And he goes, rules? What rules? <laughs> so the next day, someone brings him a rule book, and he, he very famously takes the rule book and throws it in the bin. Jeez. So it's basically, he's basically the... Um... The big scary fairy from Fairy Odd Parents, and he just throws the, the rules in the bin. Ah, <laughs> anyway, strangle. <laughs> so the second point was Taichi and Yamato holding hands had to be changed to a bro moment for American audiences because boys aren't really allowed to hold hands in our culture. Americans are very stingy about non-sexual physical content. A sweet moment in the original is kind of lame in the English version. Lame but functional. I'll hold back on my Taito comments. So I mean a bromant. And uh, I think Edgar also said on Twitter something along the lines of, you know, it's more okay. It's about the whole they have to act brave because it's less okay in Western culture for men to show emotions and to show fear. Which is weird because Japan is a country where emotion, like, what's what prescriptivism or what's the word where they're more subdued about their emotions? You've told me this one before. Reserved? No, it's or it's that they demonstrative. That's the one. Right, They're the less... opposite of reserved. Yeah, well, they are more reserved, aren't they? Yeah. Am I reading this wrong? Yeah. Reserved is like like the English people, and demonstrative, I guess, like the rest of Europe. Yeah. So yeah, Japan's not particularly demonstrative, as far as I'm aware. Mm. So it is. It is weird. Uh, it. It's an interesting perspective that while in Japan, like, affection and everything is a lot, is usually a lot more of a big deal, that this particular kind of affection is a bigger deal in America than it is in Japan. Mm, Maybe. So, the third point was, Jay saying, they have wings. That's the distinction between Edgemon and Seijimon was hilarious, partly because Edgemon is May's favorite Digimon. It was so funny to see how it was delivered. I can I can tell Jay likes to tease you about Digimon. I'm a big Digimon fan myself, and I tend to agree with Jay. I probably shouldn't like Digimon that much. I'm definitely too old for it. But I can't help but like it. Digimon is like a guilty pleasure. I can't tell you why it's better than any of other of the comparable franchises out there. It just is. And poor also, poor Jay. Trying to make any of the decision-making of Vandermon rational would never work. It's all, it's all plot-advancing nonsense. Even his analysis of Wizardmon is spot on. It breaks my heart to hear it because it is so, such a touching scene. But yeah, he's a plot device, spontaneously appearing and then discarded as needed. Sad, but I still love Wizardmon. It, so I guess you've got some fans there. Look, Wizardmon is the same thing. This is, this is legitimately equally comparable as, let's say you're in the final episode of the series and as I predicted, the last final big bad guy comes in. And you're fighting him, and the kids say, oh no, it's impossible. How will we ever defeat him? And then Kari reaches into her pocket and says, I have this gun. It is the bad guy defeating gun. And they shoot him with the gun, and then he dies, and then the gun disappears. And it's gone forever. Yeah, but then he's revived, so... Is Wizardmon revived? No, uh, Venom Vandermon. Wizardmon's dead, man. I'm sorry to say this, man. I don't... Think you followed what I was saying? 
Oh, no, I thought you were saying that, like, the bad guy dies, and then... I, no, I'm saying that the oh, gun wizard. is Wizardmon. Oh, okay. It, oh, okay. A gun, the, it's, it's labelled bad guy destroying device, and you shoot the bad guy with it, and he dies, and then the gun disappears because it did its job. Yeah, okay, that's... Yeah, you're right. It's the same thing on a bigger scale, certainly, but they're comparable as mm. objects, because he's not a character. Yeah, you have a point there. Also, it's basically if we staple wings onto any of these Digimon, they'll be your favorite. I think that's what Edgemon teaches us. Yeah, but Edgemon's the best. So. Hashtag staple wings on everything. No, don't staple wings on my dog, though. Staple wings on it. Anyway, then Chuckmon says that we should discuss the family typings that Digimon have. Now, I'll you address this <laughs> like the dish, like je- like gradually during the story arc as the family typings. I've mentioned like a bit, and in the original Mega Digimon talks about his Deep Saver army. So like we also see Digimon like from those families. Maybe I'll talk about it then, but when it comes up, I'll address it. Are they and relevant then, at all? Um, yes. Okay. So it'll be mentioned anyway. So Chuckmon liked how I showed you Bakumon and knows that I forgot to mention that he was a winning entry in a designer Digimon competition, which is was hosted in the um on the TV station that it was on. Which one is and, that? Uh, probably Fuji TV, but I think it was like Wait, TV. Which, which Digimon? I mean. Oh, Bakumon. What is it? Was it the box? Oh yeah, that, I could see that. I could see that winning. And Go another on. Digimon that was made from a competition. I will show you in well now as it is now. I will show you Digiworld. First of all, I'm going to give you the name, which is Ekakimon, and I want you to remember that this is also another competition Digimon. Sure. And so, like Bakumon. So what do you think this Digimon would look like? What's a Kaki mean? Uh, let's find out. Because right now I think it's a microwave. <laughs> uh, kaki. Okay, a ka- I guess this kind of gives it away, but a Kaki means drawing, which I should actually remember from high school. I think I'm okay. That so either it's a big notepad or it's a scribble like. That's holding a big pencil. All right, all right. So, uh, and here's what Ikakimon actually really looks like. Bams. You're wrong. Oh, okay, good. Both of those ideas sucked. And for his attack... Oh, it, it... is a pencil. Yeah, oh. it's actually a pencil. Oh, this is the worst designed penis Digimon I've ever seen. <laughs> and um, so this is the, the entry that it actually... God, it hurts was... to look at. This was the drawing that was... Part of the contest, you can actually see it's really cute. The kid drew it so cute and even named it. That's really cute. It makes so, me really happy. How t- terrible were the rest of the entries? Oh, be nice. This the kid was probably really young. Yeah, young people don't win at most things because they're bad at them. So, it was called the Digimon Cross Wars contest. There's been lots of contests. By that logic, if a kid entered the Olympics, everyone else should just let him win. So other Digimon from these contests are Garnimon, Soundbirdmon, Footmon, Jokemon, Yakimon, and Pilomon. Wouldn't it be Jokemon? So Garnimon is a coin. Soundbirdmon is a... Oh, Soundbird is actually the name of it. I thought that was a translation. Okay, so he's, he's Money Man. There's a box. There's Soundbird. Wow, Footmon looks awesome. Soundbird wow. is just Zubat. And Footmon foot- looks awesome. So that's Ty when he evolves, right? 
So Jokemon's just Piedmon again, but I think it's pretty cool looking. Joke. And oh. Yakimon looks like a beat. For and Pilomon's adorable. Oh, that, that does look like Jokemon, but like evolves one down. Maybe. Uh, Yakimon Maybe is a yam. Pillowmon is cute. It's just a pillow. Looks and... like that did that Pokemon. The, am I right? Am I right? The, Foot, whatever. Footmon is just what happens when Ty evolves. Guess. It's just this weird soccer Digimon. So yeah, I, 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 I like the contests. There have been other ones, like the first one. Okay, look, the actual drawing for Footmon is way, way better. Like, you understand what's going on with it, and there's a design. I can. Oh, I sh- can... yeah, that design's really cool. The pillow Maybe bu- that's, like, I think, like, I think probably that's why Footmon appears to be the best design. Like, wow, that guy's... No, that's not true. The Jokemon's easily the best design. Oh, I haven't seen the design. Oh, that's cute. Uh, the Pillowmon yeah. is perfectly accurate to the drawing. The potato one is terrible. Oh, Pillowmon's drawing's really cute. Uh, wow, Jokemon's drawing is garbage. Take that, kids. Oh, that's not very nice. Soundbirdmon is, is terrible. Oh, don't. Bakumon's, Bakumon's design drawing is incredible. It's perfectly accurate. Oh, jeez, that's perfect. Okay. And Moneymon got the, that has must the worst be drawing. I'm what? sorry. I, I, I think that must be an adult. The money one has the worst drawing. It's kind of great. <laughs> oh, that's really cute. It's really accurate, though. That's definitely what he looks like. Yeah, he looks like a coin. But yeah, I'm, I'm just overwhelmed with Bakumon's drawing. Like, it's I, the shading I mean, and everything. I knew it was from a contest, but I haven't actually looked at any of the other like contest Digimon. Here's the deal. If that's a winning entry once... The fact that other ones can win against that is ridiculous. They, they must also look at the content as well as the drawing style because someone might have a really, really good idea. But then it, you know, might not be. Oh, Dobermon was also a, a contest Digimon, but there's I can't find the original art. Dobermon's the one voiced by that wrestler. Macho Man Randy Savage. Are you looking forward to that season just for that? I'm the man of the cream of the crop, and I say everything twice, uh, everything twice. So that series is going to be fun I'm... because it's got Monokuma as well as um, wrestler dude. Anything else to say? Or do no, you want to we're done. All right. So if you have any messages to tell us, or you know, suggestions for I will show you Digiworld, you can, you can contact us on our email, which is lostintranslationmon at gmail dot com. You can find us on Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook. We have a discussion thread on With The Will. Uh, you can comment on this SoundCloud music. I almost said video, but it's not a video. It's a music music thing uh, episode. There we go. That'll work. Or you can message us on SoundCloud. You can also leave a review on us, like for us, or with us, with for us, words. Dude, chill. Pre- prepositions not working on head, in head. Um, yeah, so you can review us, Stitcher, iTunes. That'd be really nice. That'd be really cool. I'd like that. Episode 40, the Dark Masters are introduced. No names are given yet in the original, just light shining on them, and we can, you know, see what they look like. But in the English version, we are just given, like, Piedmon says the names, like, now Metal Seedramon and Puppetmon, and, you know, he sort of reveals them. And it's sort of more like a show sort of thing. In the original, it's, like, vaguely like a show. Like, he says, and now the curtains will, will like, raise on us. But in the dub, I think this they take it and turn it up to 11. And they, like, they make it more of a show, like I say. And, and introducing the characters, Puppetmon, Machinedramon, Metal Seedramon, and, of course, me, Piedmon. And I kind of like this 
uh, you know, it's all a show thing. Because it makes it, it could make something that happens later make more sense, but the problem is that while the jester and the puppet are really interesting on this like circusy show theme, you also have just a battle mech and a sea dragon, which are not on theme at all. So the the group is really disparate and nonsensical when it could have been really interesting of like this evil circus, but now it's just like look at. We we got a jester and a puppet and this mech suit. All of them are cool, and Machine Shimon's basically just like a mecha puppy. I mean, look, I mean, Metal Shimon's garbage, but the rest of them are fine in their own way. I love them. I love them all so much. Anyway, so we see that the kids are in the digital world, and the land mass, mass in the sky is like straight away identified as Hokkaido. Obviously, this isn't the same in the dub because you know westerners may not know what hokkaido is so they just say look it's the real world they know what heightened view terrace is though yeah that's my favorite place in japan and so they hear they hear something and like something like swipes at joe so they all evolve to child and palmon falls over <laughs> which after seeing the second episode i was like is that foreshadowing for when mimi falls over in the next episode i don't even remember her falling it's over the me- next episode because it's in a similar sort of way and she gets left behind because of it i so- thought that was such a funny moment of like they're all they're all running and they're digivolving at the same time from being babies i think and you know they don't show the the clip or anything they just Which say you know it's a good thing because this episode has more than a full minute of evolution. Yeah, did you appreciate the Digimon? Digimon. Digimon. I was going to talk about that. Yeah, so I, I've written it down. It says, wow, the dub has annoying noises when they digivolve, as in Digimon, 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 Because when it happens once, you're like, okay, that's fine. And then if it happens like a full evolution and then a full evolution, that's fine as well. But they just get the first little bit. It's like Digimon, Digimon, Digimon. Digimon. Right? <laughs> so yeah, they don't do that for these ones because they have to... Every every Digimon has to evolve three times. They all evolve three times and then some of them evolve four times in this episode. Yep. It, it is over a minute, if not over two or something. It's crazy. But at least it's not full of fighting. <laughs> but it, this is... I'll talk about this at the end. This is a very fight-heavy episode, but it's one of the best ones. That's because it's, like, fighting, but they're not, like... It's not an easy fight. They're no, not just saying, oh, I Digivolve now, now I'm going to beat you. Hey, Digimon, hey, Digimon, 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 It's hey, not about Digimon. that. It's that the fight gets a story thing across. That's really important, but we'll get there. So, yeah, something swipes at them. And uh, then, so... We Joe falls off a cliff. Yeah. And then, um... Joe says, oh, you can't stand there. Give me... Lend me a hand. And then... Gomon says, when you say lend me a hand, and he's looking at his paws, but I love what it is in the English version, because Joe says You forgot, I'm hanging here by my elbows and you're off in La La Land! Gee, I wonder what it's like to have elbows. <laughs> he's like, I'm not gonna help you, I'm just looking to contemplate elbows forever. <laughs> why, did, why didn't they keep the original line in? I thought that was fine. <laughs> You, we have hands in America, I'm sure, and like in the English-speaking world, we know what hands no, are. No, Americans don't know what hands are. It doesn't translate. Yep. What are these things? What <laughs> am hands? Um, also, they find the they find the little mouse before this. No, no, they, they find that after. Like no, they found it before. It's in my notes. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I I had like because that's how Joe falls down. Mean in... Joe's like, is this Gomamon? But it's not. 
it's the purple mouse. Oh, I had it in my notes that um, Taichi and Yamato see if he's all right, and then they say, but more importantly, what what came? Well, what was that? No, but, but that, I... the thing that swipes at them, I'm pretty sure, is the land rising up. Nothing actually attacks them. Oh, I th- I th- I thought I saw a little pink flash. I thought it was Chumon like swiping at him. No, oh no, Chumon like runs past, but doesn't attack them. Yeah, I he thought he swiped past his face. The land moves. Oh, okay. I do. Yeah, well, I know that, but like, I know something. Like, I thought something attacked him. Let's be real. The, this first bit of the episode is not that important. Enough yeah. that we obviously don't remember much of it. So Taichi's a lot nicer to Joe and is noting how the land is falling apart. It's like, oh, what's what's happening to the digital world? But in the dub, he just goes, um, he goes, ugh, Joe figures. I'm like, why do you have to be so mean, Ty? He's Ty- not, he didn't want to fall off the cliff. <laughs> it's always Joe's always finding cliffs to fall off. And then we see the we see Chumon and and Mimi instantly re- re- like remembers Chumon. Not only remembers him, but says, "You're the one I met before." Yeah. Well, why? Why how, wouldn't like? No, but how I, would she know? Be, All Digimon look the same. Oh, good point. How could she instantly recognize that's the one I've met before? Maybe it's just her internalized racism that they all look the same. Well, I guess. Well, she's lucky if, because it's the same one. If it is racism, she's way lucky. Yeah. It's, that's, I'm that's, sorry, all Chumon look the same to me. But yeah, we we have seen that there are multiple Digimon of the same species. It's weird, though, because like, you'd think it's like a plot device to be, to communicate it to the audience. But if you just wrote it slightly better, which is that Chumon recognizes Mimi, and she's <laughs> like, oh, I did meet you before. You go, okay. But no, it says, oh, you're the one I met before, is nonsense. Also, it's, it's one line difference. Something weird that I noticed is in the... um. In the English version, Ty says, where's Leomon? Like, or did, did, did something happen to Leomon? And I'm not sure if Chumon ever met Le- Leomon. There, but he seemed like a well-known figure. Yeah, but also this part's not in the original, I don't think. But he's just saying, oh, Chumon, it, what, what, what happened to Leomon or something? No, but like, I think it was established that, Le- that Leomon was fairly well-known because the kids Digimon knew them already. The kids Digimon like, in, like, knew a lot of Digimon. But they don't know what parents are. Yeah, because Digimon don't have parents. Do or they? where Japan is. Mm. So then uh, he says, oh, I lost Sukumon in the dub. But in the original, it's a bit darker because he says Sukumon died. Did we... Again, they're trying to remove the, the whole death thing. Yeah. It's not, the first, it's, not, it's not the first time. It's not the last time in this episode. Mm. Um, then uh, Metal Seedramon shows up. Oh, shoot. And he has a dumb uh, voice and he flies. Yeah, yeah he's... <laughs> Oh, in English, he has a dumb voice, uh, and he does fly. His flying actually comes up in one of my favorite bits of the next episode. Um, but yeah, he just he flies around because he's Sea Dramon. He's in the sea, and he's not Air Dramon. He's not in the air. That's why he flies. Yeah, I have no idea why he's flying. Like, I can't even try to argue a point for this. I have no idea why he is flying. Like, what are you doing up there, Metal Seedramon? Hey, look, if, if a Seedramon wanted to fly, we would just staple wings to it. That's yeah, how they or, get to fly. Or, like, I don't know, make it fuse with an Airdramon or something. Or make it Metal Air Seedramon or Metal Sea Airdramon. Oh, uh, yeah, Air Seedramon, that would work. Is there a Landramon? Um, I it's think just a snake. I think they did sort of come up with a land version. It's basically just an earthworm, but I don't think anything happened <laughs> with it. It's just a snake. So he fires his big laser beam, and it implies that he hits them with the laser beam, and then all the kids are fine. 
There's no reason for that, but they are. So that thus proceeds a full minute of evolutions. And they is... all evolve to just adult level. Like I would assume that this guy is pretty strong. So, but that's fine, especially considering what this episode is trying to do. So we'll put that aside because obviously this is a very Vandemon thing, which is if you could be the most powerful you are at all at once, why wouldn't you? But this this has a good narrative like reason for that. Um, in proceeding, but the better question is, why would you have this full minute of evolutions just for this scene, when they instantly get punked, like they get killed immediately? It is not good when the evolutions take longer than the fight does. I think the best example of that is, I think it was they were fighting. I think it was Devimon. Um, when he was big, and Kabuteramon does his evolution, and it goes through the whole thing, and it, he goes through the the whole animation, and then it it takes literally one and a half seconds for. Oh, yeah, I remember that one instantly, and you're like, "Well, good job." <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you took longer to evolve than that. Um, speaking of evolutions, I want to mention it. Um, Metal Garubon's evolution makes no sense because he fires all these missiles. Who's he firing them at? The ha- script. It is implied that he must be doing that physically. <laughs> anyway. It's the script. So the kids... Uh, oh, yeah. So the kids lose. The kids try to fight Metal Sigemon, and he kicks the crap out of them. And then they're underwater. They're not underwater. They, they just ma- fall through the earth. They so, fall through the earth, yeah. Yes, yeah, so which they see uh, Machine Dramon. And then they evolved to, per- to perfect, and this is where we have the fantastic Digimon, 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 Digimon. And then they also immediately lose. Again, more evolution time than there was fighting time. Yeah. Funny more they... this one, though, because at least it was, like, talking. Yeah. And then and... also I noticed that Lilymon is tiny. Like, Lilymon and Wegarumon, I think Wegarumon's a little bit bigger than Lilymon, but Lilymon's just this tiny little person-sized thing. Yeah, the size differences are really weird. And Zudamon's huge. Atlacabateramon is meant to be massive as well. Yeah, no, he is. Like, he, remember when he punches a planet? I do remember that. I yeah, think you pointed his, it out. I think his size is, like, really fluctuated. Most of them have stayed fairly consistent. I think Atlacabateramon has fluctuated hugely. I think maybe it was, like, a tiny planet. No, no, but not the planet thing. I mean, like, when he busted out of the ground and you compare him to Matt's size... I think it's a huge... He's just changed for no reason, so he can fit in the frame. Yeah, well, beetles do that. They don't. That's not oh, true. Pretty they, sure they do. They I'm a scientist. Just, they don't just change anyway. Um, so they lose, and then they go under... I think it's underwater. Or in um, space. I don't know where they're actually... Well, they go into space of, like, nothingness, and it's Puppetmon. Yeah. And, like, in the Japanese version, like, they so they stop... Like, where Garumon and Garudamon start punching each other. So in the original, saying, what are you doing? Stop fighting your friends. And this is, and then the dub, for some reason, they treat this as a normal thing and they say, oh, guys, can't just cut it out for five <laughs> seconds. I'm like, do they, do they normally start like wailing on each other? Is this a thing that we've like come to accept? Is it this can't a thing? Be because we've seen every time they've evolved. Maybe they like, they happened before. But yeah, so we see Puppetmon and like. It would make a lot of sense if um, Gabamon was actually wearing a Gobamon skin. Why? Because then they'd be angry at each other. Why? Why which part? Why would Garudamon be angry of where Garudamon being a Gomamon? 
I mean, that's not what I said. But wearing a Gomamon outfit. No, oh, no, it's Gomamon as a ki- as a as a rookie is angry at Garbumon for wearing a Gomamon fur thing. That's what it his fur Gar- is. Oh, I guess. But this one was Garudamon. Was it? It was oh. Garudamon. Okay, I thought it was Zunamon. I, I forgot. No, it's good. Yeah. But anyway, so whoever it was, they, they were fighting and it was treated as normal in the in the dub. So in the original, Mimi makes a really, like, a good point. She's saying, they're appearing one after another. Why? Like, she's sort of saying, what, what, is this important? What's happening? Like, she points out that what's happening. But, of course, they can't have Mimi say something even remotely helpful. So she's just complaining about what Puppetmon's wearing. Pretty you much. know, the usual. And she does this a lot this Doesn't episode. Does she call it a helmet, though? Yeah, she says, what What helmet is that? It's stupid. I don't like well, it. Well, you know what? I think this is the only show where confusion between hats and helmets is uh, fairly regular. Yeah, because Sora's is both. And all of them. And none of them at the Sora's same time. Sora's is the worst because it has acted, it has visibly acted as both. So, like, Bandai released this survey of what Mersh would like. And one of the answers that you could provide was Saurus hat. I'm like, how are they going to make that? They can't even decide what it is. <laughs> I thought the survey was, do you think it's a hat or a helmet? <laughs> mm, I like that. So, uh... So then, then Puppetmon beats them and they all devolve to their child levels and they fall to Piedmon who is dressed as a clown. Um, Importantly, the, digi- the whatever thing that tells you about the di- new Digimon you see. Analyzer? Is, the Analyzer. It says that Piedmon's real identity is shrouded in mystery. What does that even mean? Um, Could he be a different Digimon? Under what? Why would he even be someone different? I, why would it analyze him as Piedmon if that's not who he is? I I have no idea. I missed that. It was, I guess, in the script. Yeah, I guess because the analyzer wouldn't figure out it was Piedmon if it was a costume. Right? If it was a costume that wasn't a Digimon, it wouldn't analyze that. Yeah. But yeah, he's dressed as a clown. Anyway. Looks like Ronald McDonald. He doesn't. That's not true. Do you know what Ronald McDonald looks like? He's a clown. Do you think that all clowns look alike? Do they not? They don't. First of all, they don't all have swords. Pretty sure they all have swords. Step two... They don't all have white and black face masks. Okay, good point. Step three, they don't all fly. Anyway, so then warp digivolving happens, and then there's some violence that with Piedmon like stabbing Metal Garurumon or Wargreymon with his blade, and that's just cut. There's in a dub. fantastic bit in the Japanese where they're playing the like victory theme, and then like Wargreymon gets stabbed, and they the theme cuts immediately. Yeah, it sort of drowns out. No, it doesn't drown out. It cuts the hard silence of like, oh god, failure, which is well, great. I guess we've sort of we've known that Braveheart. Like when we hear Braveheart, I'm like, oh, they're gonna win. This guy's toast. Like we've also, we've, I mean, we've seen it a few times when it actually cuts out. And yeah. another one, another one was when uh, Greymon evolved to Skull Greymon, and when Myotismon got to the real world, and they were left behind in the in the digital world and had to work out with the cards. Yeah, so the, it was a music was cut. It was a fun little um it was a fun little piece of like comedic timing. And then in the English they just play the Hey Digimon thing and then it just gets to its natural end. It never cuts. It just when they get to the end of like that bit of scene, it just ends. Hmm. And you're like, okay. 
Sure. I do like it. Like, I, I do like how they sometimes say, hey, they're going to win, they're going to win. No, they're not. <laughs> um, then, let's see. The kids have been, like, beaten single-handedly three times already. Um, yeah, I said this once, they lost a puppet. Um, and it's probably going to be four, and I'm just like, why aren't the bad guys just killing them? And, because they want to, they want to make it like a show. Because Piedmont says so. And I say, I, I said, I think I said this earlier, and it was, I, I would be totally on board with that as a reason, except that two of them aren't. Two of them aren't like showmans. One's a robot, and one's also a robot. Why wouldn't the death robots just kill them? It's how they're programmed. But who programmed them? The script. Oh my god. <laughs> Piedmont. Piedmont script. But I'm willing, at least in this one, I'm willing to believe that Piedmont's like, it's a show. However, his show is obviously the aim of killing them because he told them he would. Um, so, oh, there's, so there's a... when actually, when they do the warp evolution, there's this great bit when you see Ty and Matt and then their Digimon come up from behind them and there's this, this the animation is nothing. There's, they've taken a cell... And they're just sliding it along the frame. <laughs> they do, there's no animation. They just move. I didn't notice that. Uh, I noticed it a few times. And it's always funny. Uh, there was one in the Pixie One episode where that happened. So the kid... So the... Piedmont tells them his plan to murder them. And Mimi whines about it. No, but no. Before this, um, Mimi... Uh, when there's the Warp Digivolution fight going on, Mimi says... He should be the same power level as them because they're all ultimate levels. But of course, again in the English version, this is just her insulting his clothing. So of again, course. like he, like she says something completely reasonable, like it's a fair point, and they just you know they make it a compliment, like an argument about clothing. But yeah, yeah. You were saying about her crying, like this is well, an important part. Then, too, I guess when they're about to die, when they're thinking they're going to die, she's like, "I just want to be a normal girl with normal things, going and shopping." And I I heard that in Japanese because I watched that one first, and I'm like, oh no! If this is what Japanese is like, how bad is English gonna be? And it turned out to be about the same. Uh, no, it was it was like I think it was a little bit worse because she wants she was like I just want to be an ordinary like primary schooler. I want to experience thing like dressing up and food and travel, which is you know that's I want to experience dressing up and food and travel. That's fair enough. But like in English, they're like, "I didn't want to go to camp. I wanted to go to the mall." <laughs> right. Like, I think it's, I think it's much worse. Yeah. Well, the point is that like, she'd been developing really well, and then right at the end, it's like, "I regret everything. I'm not going to be brave. I'm just going to break entirely." Well, she just have like, like she, I think she's pretty much had a pretty roller coaster of a journey. Yeah, she had, she's had a pretty bad day. So then Piedmon makes this, like, the deciding factor that she's going to be the first to die. And so he throws a knife, and then Chumon jumps in the way. And, and he dies. This is... Uh, like, this This has a similar function as Wizardmon did, which is give exposition about the Dark Masters and then die. We know him for longer. However, A, he's a returning character, and B, he did something thematically... He was the first one to sh- give you the sense of like utter despair that the Digimon in this world are feeling when he's being held and he's like crying about his friend dying and 
compared to how happy so he was so afraid. And that actually does something that furthers the plot in a way that affects the characters and does more... Let's put it this way. I never thought I'd say this, but Shumon is a more interesting character than Wizardmon ever was. Hmm. And that's gross, but it's true. And he's a more effective character. Well, yeah, because we did see them b- being so happy. To see- so seeing, like, this happy-go-lucky, like, the world is my oyster character just being so afraid of everything, like, and his best friend has died. Like, you know, it hurts. Do you know who isn't super depressed about their best friend dying? Who? Helmon. Because Helmon doesn't care. Helmon doesn't care because plot device died. Don't need him anymore. Well, she never really had any, like, interaction besides Mimi's interaction with them. What do you think I said? Pal- Palmon didn't care. Tailmon? Oh, you said Tailmon. I did. I thought you said Palmon. Nope. But Tailmon cried when her friend died. Yeah, and since then, totally forgot about it. Don't worry about it. Just... We, we, well, we, she, we, she, she got, like, some sweet a- angel loot for we, crying, so she's sh- over it. We shed a single tear, and now my best friend, who I've known for years and years, is gone, and I don't care. Because that's how that works. Maybe she's internalizing it. Do you know who also would have already cried once? Chumon. You know who's crying again? Because that's how people go? Chumon. <laughs> I like Chumon. Okay, my bet at this stage is that Wizardmon is never, ever mentioned again. Despite, again, Tailmon's best friend having died. <laughs> never mentioned again. <laughs> That's up to you. And I guess for me... It's not up to me, it's up to the show. I mean, yeah, it's, I guess up to, like, you if you want to continue watching this show, I guess. <laughs> After the second episode, I'm not sure. Yeah, well, we'll see. Oh, the second, anyway. it's, it's, not, it's not great. Anyway, we'll get there. Anyway, so Chumon's final words to Mimi is him saying, "Let's go on a date after this." No, you know, no. it's, reference, it's referencing like the the episodes where they met, where where you know they're pestering uh, Mimi for a date. And then in the English version, he says, "I guess it's time for me to be deleted," which is a really like weird that they went that way because that's kind of dark, and the dub usually tries to stay clear of being you know dark. Yeah, but that it, it's. I think this is a bit that is impossible to take out in editing because Chumon's there the whole time and you'd go, where did they go? Why not keep the date line? Because it'd be weird for him to... Did they ask for dates in the other one? Pretty sure they did. Okay. Also, he specifically, he says, when I'm resurrected, we should go on a date. Not resurrected, oh, yeah. when I'm re- reincarnated. Yeah. yeah, that's it. So it, then It's they're possible about... that that's what got confusing. Yeah, so Piedmon is going to kill them, and then we hear, you know, a familiar voice, Pipit Bomb, and it's Piximon coming to save the day. Beep. So, Beep. yeah, pee 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 And then... Beep. Is that annoying yet? Because it annoyed me. Yeah, well, don't worry, he's dead Beep. now, so it's okay. Um, so <laughs> only, then in, only in Japanese. He puts them in a ball, and then Ty started yelling at him. He's saying, um... Oh, you told us that when we had eight of us, we would we would we would save the world. And I'm just like, um, I'm sorry, Ty. When did Piximon say this? Because guess what, Piximon did not say this. Jedi said it. So in the, I guess this, then maybe they got confused with Ty ba- Taichi Basie saying in the original, like he's full of despair and he's saying, oh, I thought with the eighth of us we would be be unstoppable. But I guess that they sort of misunderstood that to him yelling at Piximon and saying, you know, you told us that we would be unstoppable if there were eight of us. So then he's saying, how do we beat them? And then in the original, um, 
Pixie, uh, Piximon says, I don't have time to explain because, you know, he knows that time is of, is of the essence and he has to, like, you know, save them and make sure that they're far away. But his, he purposely doesn't tell them in the dub. He says, oh, you have to figure out that on your own and then leaves. And wow, then that's off with, really yeah. useless because it implies that he does know. Yeah, but in the other one, he's just like, I will tell you, but I literally can't. Then he gets insta-gibbed. By the four Dark Masters, obviously. Well, it, de- it depends when you want him to die. Do you want him to die in this episode or the next episode? It because once again, the dub changes the scenes. It just kind of ends slightly earlier in the English. And it's like, well, what happens? Who knows? Don't worry they, about it. And then they move his death under the start of episode 41. But it doesn't really... Do- they, they move the explosion. But the kids are like, he'll be fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Guess what? He's not fine, man. Yeah, he probably never comes back because he's dead. Just like Mimi's brother and dog. What did you think of this episode as someone who was new to Digimon? Okay, so I guess in the synopsis to be a 7 out of 10, and by God was I right. Because here's the thing. I, I've talked about it forever, which is I don't like the fights in this show. I liked these fights the best. Because everything about them got across what it needed to. Even the gross amount of time they spent evolving was all to the point and that point was, show how strong the bad guy is. You, you fight Metal Sigramon and you evolve once and you don't beat him. You fight the next one, you evolve again, you don't beat him. You go to the next one, you evolve again and you don't beat him. And you go to the last one and you evolve again and you still don't beat them. And this, you know, evolution previously beat the big bad. Although, so. that said, we did show how crap they were when fighting Vandemon. Yeah, and they needed, like, the power of power. They, like, considering they were a new evolution, they were really crap. But anyway, so the point is, every evolution you have doesn't work. And that's what we establish. And that's a huge thing to establish, because you're trying to convince an audience that the bad guy is scary. And this did it. This did a really good job of showing that all the kids together can't beat one of them. Also, it allows you this idea that if Wargreymon and Metal Groomon, etc., fought Metal Seedramon, maybe they'd win because we haven't tried that combination yet. But as it stands, you can't beat Piedmon, etc., etc. But they did a really good job of establishing the villains, how they fight, what they do, their personalities to an extent, that the kids can't beat them even all together, that they will kill people because they've killed two people already in this episode. It establishes everything it needs to do. This is how you build effective villains. And yes, I think that they could have just killed the kids instantly if Metal Seedramon had just tried. But it's really easy to argue this one, which is their leader is a, is a clown who likes to put on a show and was putting on a show. And it was just interrupted at the end by interference that they couldn't have seen coming. And that's perfect. I wouldn't say it's the best thing I've ever seen, but... It's well-written, which is more than I can say for anything Vamdemon ever did. Because mm. at no point was he ever threatening. Because at the only times he could have been threatening, he wasn't around. He could have been, but he chose not to. And then when the kids were at the most powerful, he went in and got beaten. So you go, he never won. The thing about bad guys is that they have to win to be scary. And Edamon won constantly, because he could de-evolve you. And these guys win. And... Even Devimon did win sometimes because Devimon had his like minions or he would he beat Leomon, for example, right? Mm-hmm. 
I, as far as I'm aware, Vandemont never ever won anything. He made it into the real world, in which he constantly failed at all his objectives. He won for like a little while while he had the eighth child. But he didn't. He didn't really know until right at the end. And even when he found out, it was too late. He was always on the verge of winning, but he was always making bad decisions so he wouldn't win. Anyway, there's a whole other episode to get to still. Yeah. Uh, you just did. Were the changes that you noticed, do you think they were justified? Um, I'm trying to think of what change. Uh, Mimi was Mi- Mimi's lines. Mimi was worse, and that sucks. Because um, I like Mimi being normal. I don't think, and obviously they changed the references to dying, and I prefer that people actually are killed, because, again, it establishes a very strong set of villains. Which is what the show was really lacking for a while. Also, uh, I forgot to say this like in the last question, but how did, you, how did this episode compare to what you thought it was when we were talking about an obnoxious synopsis? It's literally exactly what I thought it was. I, I couldn't... I, I couldn't... I don't think there's anything I could have said that would have been more exactly on point. Um, let's see. It's a deceptive name because any villain group is usually cohesive. But this group will make no sense. And I was right. You know what? I was right. This group makes no sense. You've got two which make sense together and another two that make sense together. But as a team of four, it's meaningless. And you go, why are the robots with the circus performers? Oh, well, they're evil. Whatever. <laughs> and that's exactly what it was. Um, the fusing of worlds was explained to an extent. Well, explained. I think that's what I missed, but I don't know. The Grivillens was introduced. Puppetmon's a puppet. Metal Sigmon's a big, stupid sea dragon. I don't know. The Mega Evolutions... Oh, there were no Mega Evolutions of the partners, but I guess it's in the arc, so who knows? Maybe it'll be coming later. Um... Uh, if the beggars are good, it's a good episode, and it, and they were. The Dark Masters will not die. I was right. The Chosen fight, they'll lose. They did. My 7 out of 10 was optimistic and accurate, if not 7.5. Oh, wow. So it's a good episode. Do you think it's better than Flower Power, or do no, you think it's... No, The thing about Flower Power is that it establishes the kids as characters and their parents, and it has interesting interactions, which makes it entertaining. This episode isn't so much entertaining, I guess, is the problem with it. That's what it's missing. It's missing something that's... Everything about it, step by step, is a good recipe. It's, you've established your villains, you've established everything you need to, that's fine. You've done a good job. And that's something this show is dead on. Sorry, dead on its own phrase, is garbage at. It's terrible at establishing things. This was an excellent establishing episode. What it was not was amazingly entertaining. (laughs) Watching it a second time was boring, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Whereas Flower Power, I think, watching it a second time was not boring. I enjoyed it still. So do you think impressive. Flower Power is a 10 out of 10 or 9 okay. out of 10? Or... Okay, here's the problem with rating these 10 out of 10, is that compared to the rest of Digimon, yes, probably, or 9, whatever. But the problem is that a 10 out of 10 in relation to other stuff being the most perfect thing you've ever seen everything in Digimon is like starts the best thing in Digimon starts at a five. Wow. Because like there are things that are better. And that's you know, kid shows have evolved. They've evolved beyond So they've the, have they digivolved? No, they haven't. Specifically they haven't. They've they've gone beyond being vehicles for toys. In fact, they've 
essentially stopped being that entirely and started being interesting and complex with characters that have real emotions and problems. And I think that Digimon's really bad at establishing actually interesting things going on. It's much better at throwing missiles at each other. And I, I think that we're all kind of past that at this stage, especially in our lives. I just came up with the episode title. I'm glad. It's, ent- it's Enter the Dorkcasters. Okay. Like podcasters, but Dorkcasters, also that's, Darkmasters. That's Because the episode terrible. was called Enter the Darkmasters. That's also my- a solid 5 out of 10, just like everything else. All my episode titles are a 10 out of 10. Great effort. 10 out of 10. Begins in the dub with the death of Piximon. Because for some reason they couldn't find two seconds to put that in the, like, keep that in where it was. It's especially weird because once you're ignoring the death of Piximon, you just cut that whole bit out entirely. Also, like, it's like they also probably cut, like, a few seconds of footage anyway, of the, like, the violence. So I don't, it's not like they couldn't fit that somewhere. Yeah, it's, it's real weird that like, they... Like, I guess cutting for time to make a cliffhanger, that's understandable. Like, if they added in more scenes or something, but they didn't. They removed parts. And uh, so they found the beach from the second episode. And the original, they said, oh, this is where we were in File Island when Agumon evolved. But in the dub, they said, oh, we're going around in circles. And um, Sora says in the original, why did we end up in File Island? But in the dub, once again, to go with the, oh, we're going in circles thing, she says, what is the point of everything if we're just going to be walking in circles? Like, you're not. Who said you're walking in circles? I'm so confused by the dub's logic. Yeah, like, walking in circles is a weird thing when you teleported here. Yep. Also, yeah, you couldn't physically walk to File Island. That would have been impossible. Because <laughs> from server, you would have had to go across the ocean. So, we cut to the villains. And this is where I make my big argument about what overconfidence actually looks like. So, Piedmon's like, We're, we should go kill them all. Because that's a good plan. And then see, Metal Sigeron goes, No, this is my territory. I will have the pleasure of killing them because he knows I can take them in a fight because he's done it before and he's territorial and he's got his degree of hubris and he deserved those because he's won victories before that he's so he made a bad decision, but that overconfidence is based in a logic you can understand. Yeah. Whereas anyone arguing for hubris on Vandemon's side, Vandemon never won anything. He never had any successes. So him thinking he's all-powerful and he doesn't need to deal with them now is really weird because he never did anything useful. He never did anything... He never succeeded. Why would he think he would continue to succeed in the future when he never started? So <laughs> they see like a life preserver with a shark fin through it. Hmm. <laughs> And they hear someone yelling for help, and they go for it, and it's Shelmon. Surprise! So, for whatever reason, Shelmon has learned to lay traps, which would only work on humans. That would never work on another Digimon. Well, maybe Mega Seijimon told him to, because he was there, and I think he's addressed as part of his Deep Saver army. So maybe Mega Seijimon, you know, got there first, saying, "Hey, kids are in this area." Um, they have a pretty big sense of duty. They want to help do, uh, people and Digimon. They're in trouble. Act like you're in trouble. Important question. Do you think Metal Seedramon flew down, yes. holding the life preserver in its mouth, and gently places it on Shellmon, who's like, this will work? It's probably already on the beach. 
Knowing like this, how would Shellmon got it on his back? He can't reach. Maybe it was just already floating in the water. I guess, but then you would have to. You would assume that like Metal Superman would just improvise that on the spot. He didn't have a lot of time. Yeah, but we just said, uh, "Dude, look like you and help kids coming. They want to help people." <laughs> Maybe it's it's super weird. Um, we never know, like how soon after them, you know, saying Mega Siegemon saying, "I will destroy them," and them finding Shellmon. You don't know what the time. Like this could be like an hour of walking around. It could be five minutes. So they, as we said earlier, they kick the crap out of Shellmon with just being rookie form, while Gardumon, being a champion, just kind of sits there not helping. Uh, and then they have a discussion oh. about how the guys are getting stronger. Yeah, I think we're, missing, has we're, missing, we're missing something. What did we miss? So, Kari and TK say, oh, let's go help. And then in the dub, Ty says, Somebody, no, someone bigger should help. But in the original, he's like, oh, that's a good idea, but let's all go together. <laughs> so we see that Ty's being more of a leader, but he seems kind of... A dick. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of... I don't know. You're saying, oh, you, you can't. What, what can you do? You're eight-year-olds. Eight year let me, a ten-year-old, do something. It's not like but, the champion Digimon sitting right there. Yeah. So in the original, he's more of a leader. He's saying, oh, come on, let's go together. So yeah, continue. Uh, we're getting stronger. Patamon says buffed up to the max. And I think... No, Pat- no TK is- says Patamon's getting buffed up to the max. I think Gardamon's like, did I get stronger? And they're like, you've only just come with us for the first time recently. And she's Chills. sad. <laughs> Get annihilated. Um, then I think Metal Sujimon shows up and throws a minion at them. Uh, yeah, and for some reason in the dub, Patamon somehow knows that Scorpio. Oh no, no, it no! They find they see the they see the mirage. Oh yeah, that's right. They see a mirage of like a shack with food, and they go in. Patamon, uh, Mimi falls over. <laughs> Mimi falls over. Um, two of them don't go in. I think it's Joe and Mimi because she fell over. fell over. And the other the kids go inside. It's empty, and they get ambushed by a lobster scorpion. Yeah, Scorpiomon. Lobster scorpion, um, which is fine, I guess. It's it's a weird attack because actually, you know, they've established that diners exist and that Digimon use them. So I guess I don't know why the kids are hungry. Haven't we already established that you don't need to eat? Um, I think they've after being in the real world for so long, they forgot. I guess it's easy to blame everything on them being kids. Um, no, it's because they've they're they're being used to being in the real world, so they're used to eating and being normal. I guess. So yeah, so when they see Scorpiomon in the dub, Patamon says, oh, that's Scorpiomon. He works for Metal Sagemon. And How would pa- you know that? Pa- yeah, Patamon only found out that Ma- Metal Sagemon existed like probably three hours ago. How does he know? He has like, oh yes, that is Scorpiomon. He is the, he, like, he's doing a Tentamon and Izzy. It's because he's like, really smart. He is so smart. He He's a precious cinnamon smart. <laughs> Too smart for this world. Perfect. So yeah, um, Metal Sagemon's like, well done, my minion. Here, have a clam. Uh, you are the best part of my Deep Saver army. And then, so... I really Joe hope and it's Mimi not. Are... Yep. I hope it's um, not the best part. That's a, that's a terrible army. Yeah, we, we meet better parts of the Deep Savers. Uh, Scorpiomon's my, one of my least favorite Deep Savers, even though I like Deep Savers quite a lot. They're not my favorite. Wind Guardians are my favorite. If anyone's curious, because Palmon's a Wind Guardian. Wind Guardian Leviosa. How, how is Palmon <laughs> a Wind Guardian? What? Wind Guardian. How? Isn't, isn't Palmon a plant? Yeah. How can it be a Guardian of the Wind if it's a plant? It's just what they're called. 
I see. Like, I guess, like, plants move in the wind. Sure. Oh, no. Shrug. Be a wind guardians are the best. Okay. Take your uh, mem- Okay, so members of this field are generally avian or flying Digimon or those who dwell in grassy or lofty areas. Ah, grass. The most air thing ever. Anyway. Also, we, we also have Airdramon, who is a wind guardian. Wingardian Leviosa. You already made that joke. I know, I'm making it again because I thought it was really funny. But it wasn't. Yeah, so Wingardian's probably the best family. Maybe Metal Empire's also the best. Metal Empire? Metal Empire. Okay. <laughs> it's full of, like, well, M- Machine Dramon, to name one. Sure. Um, I guess that makes sense to an extent. So, yeah, they Togemon, uh, Palmon, and Gomon evolved to their... To champion levels and then Mimi is like worried about oh no this Digimon's so strong like even War Greymon and Metal, Metal Gurumon couldn't beat him what what about our what what if our Digimon get killed and you know they evolve from that but in the dub she's just her saying hey why don't you come over here and fight like a clam clams are really good at fighting guys don't you know but why do they remove this like you know her worry about her best friend dying I'm just, ugh, why? Why can't Mimi be useful? Why would she be useful? That's crazy. It would be ridiculous for her to be useful. Um, what proceeds, I believe, is a hell of a lot of, like... They, they fight the they fight the scorpion, and they yep, lose. And they, no, they beat the scorpion. Zudamon and Lilymon beat the scorpion together. Oh, no, th- those two do, yeah. But the other kids are knocked out by sand. Yep. And... Um, and uh, Metal Cedarmon sets their thing on fire. Yep. Which, which he, um, he instantly assumes kills them. Yeah, and Mimi says, why are you setting the beach on fire? But she's just saying, hey, you have some bad breath. Thanks, Mimi. Thank you so much. I'm so glad, Mimi. Why? I, I love I love you, Mimi, but why, why did the dub do this to you? <laughs> it had to. It's its job. So, yeah, Metal Cedarmon fights them. Uh, they try to escape on Zudamon, like the like after the other kids wake up. Uh, Lilymon tries to distract them, so she gets hit and devolves. So Metal Cedramon goes after the the kids with Zudamon, who also loses because you know no one can win against this great Cedra Dragon, and so you know Cedra, they're drowning. Cedra Dragon, yep. And in the dub, the episode ends. In the original, there's there's a clip that's removed, which is Waymon eating them, like saving them, and then eating them. Yeah, that was. Well, I guess inhaling. But yeah, that clip is again removed for some reason, and I've, I'm just going to tell you now, it's moved to the next episode <laughs> we watch next week. Why? It's so unnecessary. So I guess you know sort of what to say for Noctis Synopsis. I guess. Well, you know the first like three seconds of it. Mm, pretty much. So, what did you think of this episode as someone who was new to Digimon? Um, yeah, I don't... Not a lot actually happens. It's mostly them fighting the weird... Uh, what's it call it? The weird scorpion, scorpion thing? Yeah. The, the shellfish with knives? <laughs> Knifefish, yep. Jeez. So, yeah, that's that's primarily the thing that's going on in this episode, which is, which is fine. It's, it's not the best. I appreciate that Joe and Mimi were useful for once. God. Metal Seedramon, uh, the thing I like about this actually is that Metal Seedramon, and very, very Edamon-like, wants to kill them, goes, put, puts in effort to murder them, sets the thing on fire, he's, he's putting in 
he's making it clear that his plan is to win. And again, I'm so proud of a bad guy in this show who tries to actually win because it's surprisingly rare. Well, yeah, I guess we're going to get used to them winning, presumably. Like, the bad guys winning, presumably. As you know, we've had two episodes of them essentially losing to the bad guy. Bad guys. So, yeah, um, it, it was fine. I don't think Metal Siegemont's that interesting because I think that the the showmanship of the other ones is more interesting. But it's not it's not bad by any means. And so how did this episode compare to what you thought before watching and what you said in Obnoxious Synopsis? It was exactly what I thought it would be. Like it wasn't that I I, I was wrong about Metal Siegemont being beaten because they beat its own thing. Um, it totally explains why all four aren't working together. There were no new evolutions. I was right about that. Metal Siegemont was exactly what I thought it would be. Um, Middle Street Run did not die. It's not good. And it was a little bit boring, but it was fine. It was a four out, it was a four out of ten. It could so have been you, much worse. So you were upset to have to watch that, which is what you uh, want, like, justified as a four oh, out, I guess, out of ten. You know what, you're right. I guess I wasn't upset to watch it. but So five out of ten, maybe? Can you give it a little bump? Yeah, I'll give it... I'll set it down at a solid average. <laughs> Well, that's not bad. Uh, it, so, it, it could be worse. Do you think it's one? Of, it's the worst episode you've seen, or are they worse? Um, like no. Obviously, there are much worse episodes. This one was. It was functional. It was. It was too much fighting, but it, it did some things right. And what I hate is when something will happen and you go, "This is so stupid. Why would this ever happen?" And so much of Vandermon stuff was like that. So much of it was. I don't know why any of this is happening. Please make it stop. So do you like the bad guys? I like them because they're effective. I like Piedmont because he's interesting. And I like Puppetmon because he looks cool. But none of them... I, I, I need to know what they, want to, what they want to accomplish. Well, they've already accomplished what they want. They have control over the digital world. Their base, what, what they want to accomplish now is to keep yeah. control over the digital world and kill the children. That, that is just straight up their motive. Okay. I, I, don't, think I don't think they've they ever actually what they said want. that. They mo- well, I guess it's sort of implied. I guess maybe it is. This is what they want. They they want control over the digital world, which is, you know, maybe 100 years has passed. This is what they have. Sure. In that case, yeah, they're the most effective villains so far by a long way because A, they accomplished their goal already and B, they've beaten the kids several times. Like maybe they were always there watching from the sidelines waiting for oh, that's them really, to go back that, to the real world. That seems really unlikely. They were saying, you know... Because Why that's, bother fighting? We'll that's just the, get stronger, have control when they're gone. So look, if a mega-level Digimon existed and knew they were around, they would have walked in, kicked Devimon in the face, and then actually won the fights. But they never did that. Yeah, so I guess you know you're right that there. They, like they could have said, okay, they, they haven't even gone to, to child level yet. They're fighting. They're having trouble with the Kuwagamon. Let's just go in there and... Go balls to the wall. Yeah, like, if you wanted to win, you'd just win. So they weren't around. And that you can you can explain that because of time differences, which is fine. And uh, do you think the changes that were made were justified? Basically, again, Mimi. I, I think it was fine. I don't think there was anything to complain about. Yeah, I know that there weren't that many changes because my notes were basically half the size of what they usually are. It was basically, you know, I also take down the notes of, you know, what happens in the episode, so I know what to talk about. But they were basically like the the lines of, well, we're going in circles, and that's basic. And also 
Ty saying, oh, someone bigger should help. <laughs> like, that's been fight like a clan. Th- those are the changes that I was I, trying that to I figure noticed. out what the, uh, Metal Sudramon's, like, English voice was. It's a Californian surfer dude. That's, yeah, that was what I kind of picked it up at some stage. Like, we were talking about this in the live stream, and I was like, yes, it's, like, it's, like, straight up. It's like a, he's like a gnarly wave dude. I like his voice, though. It makes sense to me. Also, he has that hair. But he's like a sea dragon. He can't, doesn't actually have hair. It's, I don't know, but Edgemon has hair. Air, air dragons. Anyway. What episode do you think was better? Um, the first the one first was way one. better. It was <laughs> yeah. no contest. It's just much, much better. Um, it established everything it needed to and didn't waste any time. This is another episode where it, it does one thing and it shows why all the Dark Masters would come at them individually. But beyond, And it gets them into Waymon's stomach. I'm not sure if that's actually relevant. Um, and beyond that, it doesn't do anything else. It, this is something that could have been condensed into a whole different episode. So, out of the characters that we met this this in these episodes, Metal Sagemon, Puppetmon, Piedmon, Machinemon, and Scorpiomon, what do you think? Oh god, there's so many. You have to go through them one by one. All right. So the I'm be first really one, short on it. The first one is Metal Sagemon. So, what about Metal Sagemon? Metal Sagemon's really is it's got a cool design. Uh, I like you know what. Cedramon's design generally isn't that interesting. Um, it's just a snake. But at least this thing, it's got this weird like nose laser rocket boostery thing. Um, a head cannon? It's got a head cannon, yeah. I guess you could call it that if you really wanted to. Uh, Which you would. I wouldn't. My head cannon is the metal Cedramon is actually um, a frog. What? I couldn't come up with something funny because I'm tired, so I thought oh. of the first thing, which was some reason frog, because I heard a ribbit. Right. Well, he's some kind of weird surfer dude. Um, Next one is Puppetmon. Puppetmon's really... I, I really like Puppetmon's design. Just, it's... What about his voice? Classic. Uh, his Creepy, English voice, right? His English voice isn't very good. <laughs> he's, oh, I love his Japanese voice, because, like, it's this little kid. The ki- and, um, actually, Puppetmon has... It's like, his character song is one of my favorite. It's uh, called The Forest of Gears. And it's actually my dad, one of my dad's favorite songs from Digimon, because like I showed it to him once, and he said this is a good song, the forest and of it's what? really creepy. The Forest of Gears. Oh, Gears! I heard beards. <laughs> that that, that too. But yeah, like uh, it's it's. I think it's something like Forest of Gears or something, because it's like Hagura no Jikan or something, and Hagura, as we know from Haguramon, means gear. I think I'm gonna be super salty if I'm wrong. That's fine. You're allowed to be. I'm never. I'm not allowed to be wrong though. Oh, you're wrong most of the time. So just get used to it. <laughs> Anyway, so the next one is Machinemon. It's a big battle mech, which is cool, but it's weirdly off theme. Like, it doesn't make a lot of sense for there to be a big battle mech in the Dark Masters, right? Um, I know, probably useful. Looks strong. Oh, it's probably quite strong, but like, it, again, it just it's kind of doesn't make any sense. He's, he still looks like a metal puppy to me. And what That's about a... Piedmon? Piedmon's really cool. It's a it's an excellent design. A jester enemy is hard to design because it's, there's a huge line you walk, which is we need to make them scary, but also they have to look like a functional funny man, and that's fairly hard to do. Oh, uh, and what about Scorpiomon? It's a big metal scorpion in a classic kind of annoying Digimon design. I don't know how much there is to say about it. Let's let's grab this animal next. Strap knives to it. That's how it moves. God, knife, that's, knife animal. That's exactly it. Let's get this cactus, boxing gloves, hair, smiley face, 
Togemon. Just throw more shit on it, and that's how you get there. Hey, this cotton wool looks pretty menacing. Let's put a horn on it. Ikakumon. <laughs> this is cotton wool, isn't it? It looks like cotton wool. It's like a fluffy puppy. Uh, it's probably like a walrus or something. All right, everybody. Join us for the next episodes of Inuyasha. Under pressure. Or Silent Whamon at the bottom of the sea. And playing games. Or the dangerous game, Pinokimon. The uh, show notes will be linked in the description. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.